sounds on the beat. Sounds on the beat. Sounds on the beat. I just hopped up out the train, about to do another show. Cashing my checks in, then I do the woo woo. Either I'm fast or the city really slow, cause I'm passing them like, bro, let's go. Oh, they mad, huh? Oh, they mad, huh? Gag is, I'ma shade anyway. But the gag is, I'ma show out all day. And the gag is, they gon' tune in. <laughs> These bitches could never. Uh, let's go. Listen, the devil's a lie. I'm back in the studio. I made it all the way back from Aruba. I am in Studio A. If you are on Facebook, I heard there's a lot of people over on Facebook watching. This is how you get more people in, and this is how you tell your people about the show. Forward the show by sharing it on your Facebook right now. And if you're watching on YouTube or on, um, where else can they watch it? Is that it, right? Well, shit, I don't know. Pornhub. Share this shit to all your friends. Bring all the freaky bitches to the table, because at this point, I just got back from Aruba, and when I tell you, make me bigger in the screen, please. I didn't even, I cut Aruba Bay off. I cut Aruba Bay off. I didn't even see Aruba Bay this trip. I'm going to tell you that story in a minute, because I'm going to tell you something. You niggas got me fucked up. Every week I come back to the show, my stock keeps going up. My weight hasn't gone down anymore, but that's okay. I hit a plateau, but I'm, I'm not gaining. But at this point, um, and I just took a hot bath. That's why I look like I'm sweating. 
some of y'all be looking like y'all just got your, your your edges fucked out right before you walked on the screen. I, I don't know what y'all be doing because you are in your home. I'm coming to you live from your home. But look, share this live. If you're on Facebook, make sure you're sharing it to all your friends because that's how the Gag Nation is going to grow. I'm Jason Lee. This is Gagging with Jason Lee. And we have an exciting show tonight. I don't have any guests because after last week, Jameer talking to Clydia about her her breath, uh, the girl's breath. I feel like we need to let things settle a little bit over here. Y'all be asking, you know what's funny though? I will say you guys ask all the questions that I don't want to ask because I, I'm messy at times when I need to be, but I love that you guys are nice messy because then I can sit back and go, oh my God, I can't believe they said that when the whole time I've been praying that you do. You know, some of these bitches suffer from halitosis out here and some of you niggas ain't got teeth. Some of y'all got teeth up into the fourth, fifth tooth. But if you ask people to smile wide enough, I don't know if you've ever cracked a big enough joke, but if you want to date somebody on a permanent basis, you have to start making them laugh really. Ha, 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 ha. Then you need to look under the hood. You need to look under the fucking hood. Because I'm telling you right now, you could be fine as hell. But, bitch, if you catch a real good laugh, you ha, ha, and I see a bunch of silver caps, bitch, looking like you got Reynolds wrap in your mouth or you got missing teeth in the back row, what we going to do? What we going to do, even if you suck dick sideways and I get all the gum action, that ain't going to be enough for me because I want to take you on a red carpet. Now, you smile and people want to know why why you don't have a dental plan. No. All right. I got a new assistant. I asked her to get me a doctor recommendation. She sent me something that said intern. What the fuck are you going to send me to an intern for? A motherfucker that's trying to be a doctor, fuck around and get me my blood work mixed up. Now, I think I'm suffering from shit that I ain't had no business getting. And now... Here I am at the office. Don't nobody want to deal with that. And she had explained to me that it was internal medicine. But either way, I just saw intern. I don't give a fuck. Intern. <laughs> bitch, intern. Last time I had an intern here, that bitch had bad edges and fucked me up on the internet with some bullshit. You know the girl with the bad hair and the bad skin. Give me a fucking intern. Bring me an old white Jewish man who's about to die. That bitch to study every doctor book in the world. All right. Well, anyway, uh, let me go ahead and put up the disclaimer. Uh, this says that a lot's going to go on. You shouldn't have your kids here. It also says I'm going to use content that I have the right to. And it also says that um, views expressed on the show are not necessarily all my responsibility. <clears throat> now, I want to say, first of all, the Gag Nation, I love all of you. Make sure you share the live. If you're in the comments, share the live, share the live, share the live. And show me that you shared the live. Put it in the comments. I'm reading the comments right now. Tell me that you shared the live on your Facebook or on your Twitter. Share it on your Twitter, on your Instagram. Share it to everybody. Send it to Donnie McClurkin. Send it to all of the church people that you know don't get on their knees on the weekend. Thank you to Carmen Carranza for showing me the love. I also am welcoming all super chats and tips. I thought about this. If a bitch serves you a goddamn extra guac over at... Nah, take the cash app down. Cash app fucked up right now. I don't know what happened. It said I sent over $17,500 on my cash app. That's what I said. I... I got to make sure I didn't get hacked, huh? But no, I didn't because I checked my bank account. What well, says I sent over, over $17,000? So I can't even send money right now. So if you, I don't know if I can receive it though. Put it back up. Fuck it. Donate to the Cash App Fund, the Cash App Overflow Fund by sending me a Cash App. If you send me a request for your blind daughter when you don't have no kids, you're going to get blocked though. Now, if you're in the comments, make sure that you're sharing it. I'm not going to address the drag queen, Angela Stanton. I know she's had a lot to say about me. Uh, on the internet her her mole on her face is so distracting me i can't even get past looking at her upper lip but let me tell you something we will be talking about that on my podcast make sure you see that because the uh, uh that interview is dropping this week 
on Fox Soul. That interview is dropping this week, Thursday. Baby, when I tell you it was a hot-ass fucking mess from beginning to end, what you didn't see was the beginning of the interview, and you didn't see how it ended. When I tell you it's a hot-ass mess, it's probably the messiest show. I have never lost my cool on the show until that day. I've, I've had a gun pulled on me. I had little mama not show up, and I interviewed a picture of her crying. I've had a midget. I had a goat. I've had reach rotating the chairs with the co-host. I have had it all go down. Transsexuals, men becoming women, women becoming men. I have had everything on my show, and I have never lost it until that show. Um, and I've never cussed a guest out. I've never called a guest a bitch until that day. Well, anyway, you'll see what prompted me to call that bitch a bitch on the show this Thursday. And I said what the fuck I said, okay? Now... Uh, I want to say thank you to the Gag Nation uh, for holding me down. You guys hold me down on Bego. You guys hold me down on Instagram. You guys hold me down on YouTube. You guys hold me down on Twitter. You guys hold me down every motherfucking way. So I want to thank you. I also want to say thank you to everybody who watched me on the Wendy Williams show yesterday. Yes, I was sitting with Wendy. Uh, there's almost 600 comments on her page right now. Some people say, oh, my God, I love him. Some people say, I hate this faggot. Some people say, oh, he looks so good. Some people say, I look like I got AIDS. Um, there's other people that said I was a colorist. Some people said don't have a back. And people were wondering if me and Wendy had a fight going on. Me and Wendy do not have a fight, have never had a fight. She threw some joking shade on her show. I didn't think it was funny. We talked about it. I'm back on the show. That is what it is. There's never been a bad bad blood there's never been bad blood between wendy and no matter what goes on with me and wendy i would never disrespect her because of wendy williams i am here and all of us who are trying to do this work she's the reason why we're here and i'm going to always continue to give her her flowers um what else was i about to say oh i see weedy Pooh is here weedy Pooh. Uh, hey how you doing where the sound at turn the sound on oh maybe it's you hold on wait is it hold on can you hear you. me weedy Pooh? I can hear you. I don't hear no sound. Oh no, Jameer. What's that? Hello. Nope. You need to work on their sound. Their sound is not working. Hold on, Weedy Poo. We have issues again. Look, here's uh, I got your bonnet, Weedy Poo. I'm gonna get this <laughs> sent to you. I made this. There's only one so far. It's a, it's a, it's a Weedy Poo inspired bonnet. We don't have any, but this is the only one. So I'm gonna get your address. Make sure you send it to me on Instagram. So I can get that mailed out to you. And now everybody's going to want to bond it. So we're going to have to figure that out. Now, Johnny's figuring out the sound. I don't know. Hopefully we'll have that figured out. And here's the number just in case we do. It's 1402-GAGGIN. Let's put that on the screen now. And also let's drop the link so people can come in over here. Not the text phone number, Johnny. The phone number. Thank you. Okay. This is the phone number. Make sure you have it in your phone. You should have this anyway. So that way when I say it, it's already ready to go. And also you have this link right here. Hopefully they get the sound together so y'all can come in. We have preset things. I don't know why it's not working, but the studio decides to do what it's going to do. Now, this is going to be Studio B for the bullshit. All right, well, listen, you already know what time it is. It's We can take this stuff off the screen. It's my favorite time. It's uh, the tea with Jason Lee. <laughs> Bitch, that's what I did with the sound. Fix it. Jesus. You know, I like when things go wrong because it gets real tense in the studio and nobody looks at me. <laughs> uh, I asked Rob, I said, did you tell my new assistant that the energy can shift at any moment? And he said, that was one of the first things I told her. Okay, cool. Well, anyway, 
So if you saw me on the show yesterday with Wendy, <clears throat> you saw that we were talking about him. He came up, A-Rod. Now, look, I know that you guys keep telling me I'm messy. Let me, there's a couple of things you guys can stop doing. Stop telling me that I'm messy. I already know this. I've accepted this a long time ago. I accepted that I, God put me on this earth as a janitor. You guys think I'm a blogger. I'm a janitor. I clean up all the mess. I don't make a mess. I cleans it up, honey. I sprays it down. I wipes it up. I sweep it. I don't, no, I don't sweep it under the rug. I pull the rug up and I shake it up. Hold on. Weedy Poo, can you hear me? Yeah. I can hear I can hear you. I'm sorry. I got I got I got my bonnet. I got my bonnet. I got my <laughs> <laughs> uh, we fixed that we fixed the audio just for Weedy Poo. All right, well listen. Okay, if you saw me on Wendy Williams show, you saw me talk about A-Rod. Now, I didn't plan on talking about A-Rod, but let me tell you some a little bit behind the scenes stuff. Because all the other people on YouTube, they haven't been on the Wendy Williams show yet. They're all aspiring to be, but they have the bitches don't know collaboration. They're so busy tearing each other down. But they uh, they, they, they won't get it together. They won't get it together. Okay, look, listen, listen. Okay, cool. Pull up a seat. All right. So behind the scenes of Wendy Williams. When you're when when they go to commercial, they bring you right behind the stage, and then they right when they go to commercial, they bring you out. So me and Wendy, we're just chatting. We're, we, that's our time when they're fixing her makeup or her clothes, or whatever. That's our time. Like, hey, how you doing? Good to see you. You look good. Oh my god, you look. Oh, you lost weight? Yeah. Okay, whatever. So we're doing all that, and we're talking about A Rod's makeup line. She asked me, "Do you wear makeup?" I'm like, "Girl, what the? Well, look, I wear makeup. I wear, you know, when I'm on TV, I wear, you know, stuff to make me not shine." Now, by looking at the video yesterday, I definitely forgot to put a little something under my eyes because, you know, my dad got them bags um, that half you hoes get when the nigga kick you out and your Uber is, is waiting. He has bags because him and his family were in the cotton fields back in Mississippi. That's where they got them. And then he brought them to California. And now I got the Mississippi bags, too. Well, bitch, I live in L.A. I'm about to go somewhere in Beverly Hills and find some white man to suck these bags out. And I ain't talking about tea bags. I'm talking about the bags under here. You will not see bags under my eyes. I'm telling you right now. Restylane, Botox, eye filler, whatever it's good. Fix your face. Fix your face because I'm going to fix mine. Okay, do what you want with yours. All that frowning and shit. When you get the motherfucking lines and then you call me talking about, can you hook me up? No. You'll get no discount. Fix your face. Now, look, she, I mean. Okay, let me tell you about the gay rod comment. Okay. I was heading to the Wendy show and somebody said to me on the phone, did you see A-Rod has makeup? And I said, no, I didn't see. He got makeup. He's like, yeah, for who? They sent me a picture. He was putting makeup on. Do we have that picture of him putting on the makeup? Okay, look, this is what they sent me, right? I said, what the fuck is going on? Because I've been heard that A-Rod had, had a big dick and that he was, you know, he was friendly, you know? <laughs> so I was like, hey, you know, maybe, you know, because J-Lo has been in relationships where she's thought her men had been gay before. I'm not going to wake nothing up because we already know the story and I know people in LA and y'all can do your own research. But maybe she found out that maybe she walked in and he was putting on her contour and she was like, hold on, bitch. You know what I mean? I, don't play in my Mac. You know what I mean? This ain't no Savage Fenty party over here, bitch. You know what I mean? So maybe she slid in Rihanna's DM to ask her a question. Rihanna said, girl, be careful. 
maybe Rihanna and JLo start talking about it. Now all of a sudden, A-Rod is, him and his Rod are out on the street. So he launched, I, I come to find out he was putting on the makeup because he's launching a men's makeup line. Now, you know, we here on the show talked about Lil Yachty putting on fingernail polish. Now, Kelvin's sitting over here with fingernail polish. I ain't asked him why he's starting this new trend of bringing that shit into my house. You know, because I don't have that spirit where men have on makeup and stuff over here. Now, I did have somebody here last week, and my housekeeper came to clean the sheets, and I saw that there would be there some makeup on the on, on my white sheet. Now, I don't sleep with men that have makeup. And I don't think that I need to get a Kleenex by the bed post and wipe your face down before you get into my bed. But you know, I got these expensive ass white sheets. Now, you done laid down, and I seen what brown makeup now I'm, now I'm thinking i'm I'm telling myself because i don't want to feel like i was sleeping with a femme queen that this nigga had on some kind of um moisturizer tinted moisturizer because i did that one time but my tint was a little too light, dark so my neck was white and my face was brown <laughs> i look like a whole ass clown you know and so i'm trying to i'm trying to tell myself like okay jason that wasn't a nigga with makeup that's a nigga with bad tinted moisturizer just get over it whatever I wish I could tell you guys the rest of the story, but it's so slutty that like my staff are here and I, it's literally like my house at 8.50 in the morning because my staff get here at nine. What is the show where people, Supermarket Sweep. (laughs) You know how Supermarket Sweep, the clock starts counting down. You have certain amount of time to get to the cash register. When I tell you, I, I, it be things moving around in the house. It's a lot going on at 8.50 in the morning. But by 9 o'clock, that door opens. I'm in my robe, and I'm, good morning. Literally like a Folgers commercial. Okay, anyway, back to, back to A-Rod. Okay. So he, got, he's, he has this new makeup line. Well, here's the deal. Now he's teaming up with this company called Hems and Hers to develop men's makeup. And this is the first time that a concealer stick for men has been called the blur stick. I guess it's called the blur stick, which is aimed at helping men cover under eye circle. That's what I just talked about, right? <laughs> Rob, no, Toya, order me a blur stick. I'm gonna try this, but make sure you get my tent. Don't be doing no shit, get me the wrong fucking tent. Then all of a sudden I look like Chris Brown been spending the night in my house. <laughs> we made up well anyway this is uh the blur stick is is for covering under eye circles and skin blemishes and razor bumps and more now i don't have razor bumps but this is the photo again of him putting on the 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 stick okay now he's putting it on the way he's pursing his lips though (laughs) he he's johnny bring, bring the damn camera back He's been here before. All right, now the blur stick is only $25. And he took to his Instagram to talk about how excited he was. And this is the post that he put. He said, I wanted to create a product that solved an issue I faced every day. I realized as I was jumping from meeting to meeting, I needed something quick and easy in my routine to conceal blemishes or razor bumps. Well, maybe he needed something to blur out other blemishes like this girl whose DMs he slid in. This girl right here apparently was minding her married business when this nigga slid in her DMs trying to get the cooter. Now, her name is, well, she's an Australian TV presenter, which means she's nowhere near like J-Lo. She don't even look like J-Lo. She's not pretty, don't got the body like J-Lo. She don't got the money like J-Lo. She don't even got the class like J-Lo. She's just some white Aussie girl over in Australia who presents on TV. 
Thank you, Kim Porter Goddess, for telling me I look good on Wendy. Thank you. If you believe I look good on Wendy, send me a hundred dollars <laughs> or 50, 50, okay. or 25, so I can get my blur stick. Okay, so she's saying that A Rod slid in her DMs. Now, Brenda, aka Becky, out here snitching, not minding her own damn business, had no business doing this, but this is how you get fame these days. This is why I don't go in DMs as much as I used to anymore. I do now, but I'm a little bit more careful because I'm telling you, the thing that's going to get me, the thing that's going to be, it's not going to be the downfall because I own everything, but what's going to be the problem is some of the shit I said in DMs. So I'm going to tell you some of it right now. Have I slid in a nigga's DM who was on a date with his girlfriend and say, I want to fuck you because she can't? Yes. Have I had a threesome with two straight guys from Canada? Yes. And the shit I said to them was messy as fuck, including your girlfriend needs to fix her skin. You know, because I do try to help them out with their girls. I'm like, yo, you know, I understand this trip was a stress relief, but when you go home, get the bitch together. So there's some shit I have said. Whatever. I know that my tweets, and my tweets already came back and got me, but my Instagram posts, they definitely go come back to get me. And I might as well just start completely over on Facebook. Fuck it. Just delete the whole fucking page and start over. I'm Jason Lee. At this point, I could find 5,000 people. All right. Well, anyway, Brenda, put her back up. Brenda's the co-host of some popular Australian show named Today Extra. Damn, they just took two of our shows and put it together, huh? Lazy ass. Well, Today Extra, she's sharing this DM. This is what the DM said. She says she woke up this morning to this, checking her socials, and in her request, there was a message from Alex Rodriguez, a.k.a. A-Rod, and uh, it says, great feed. Is that all it said? So, wait a minute. He gave you a compliment about your work. A-Rod is also a commentary commentary person on, on TV. So he can't give you a compliment. Great feed. You're, you're putting him on blast for great feed. Well, get ready. I'm telling you right now, mark this day down in history. Wait till my shit come out. It ain't nowhere near as classy as great feed. Bitch, you, you put him on blast for saying great feed? Who slides in somebody's DMs and then puts them on blast for sliding in their DMs? Me, because I slid in his DM too. And this is what I posted on my Instagram. I said, hey, big head. <laughs> now, on my Instagram, I also said a shot not taken is a shot missed. And as an athlete, I'm sure you understand. Look, at least I did it with intention. What was your intention? The intention was clear on mine. I want, I want to fuck A-Rod. And I said it. And what's wrong with that? Y'all niggas out here say which girls you tell them that they got great feeds. What you trying to feed her, A-Rod? Maybe her diet ain't Dominican. Is he Dominican or Puerto Rican? Dominican. He's Dominican. Y'all know. <laughs> <laughs> Did I not say the nigga I was going to be with was going to be Dominican with green eyes and tattoos? I don't, does he have tattoos? Well, nigga, I can get you some henna here at Venice Beach. It don't matter. I tell you, I'm flexible. By the way, I'm trying to get with somebody right now who is not light-skinned, who is not Dominican. Y'all saw him. He probably ain't awake watching, but if he is, who is that? You look great on Wendy. You don't need blemish stick, Jason, but here's a coin toward. Thank you, Unique. Thank you. I want to buy five more blemish sticks. <laughs> okay, look. Um, keep sending the super chats. I appreciate them all. All right, well, look. Um, oh, the one I'm talking oh, I don't want to talk about him. I don't, I, I'm, we're not going to talk about him because it ruins everything. 
Lil Spoon. I forgot all about her. Well, look, this all comes as J as J Rod. <laughs> A Rod's ex J Lo reunited with her ex fiance Ben Affleck. Now they split. You know, these two split in, in April. Now here's Jen and Ben. They, they used to call them Benifer. Um, um. You know, I'm thinking, what has J Lo's pussy been through in the last decade? You know, she's been through a choreographer. She had a waiter. She had Ben Affleck. I don't really know. Ben doesn't look like he's holding much. But then again, he's from Boston. He may be banging that thing out like a goddamn union director. You know how those union directors used to like be muscle and fuck people up behind the fucking buildings? He might be strong arming that pussy. And then Diddy, there was a whole shootout. So that was shoot up, shoot up dick right there. He was shooting that club up. Then she fucked, who else she was with? What's the little midget's name? Mark Anthony, she had him. Christian. Huh? Christian. Who? Christian. The answer is Christian. She was Who? engaged to Chris Judd. Oh, Chris. Oh, he aged very bad. Chris <laughs> Judd is not cute. He's on my Facebook. I should unfollow him before we post this. He's he's not cute at all. He used to be kind of cute, but he was kind of like fudge doughy kind of cute. You know, he looked like that nigga that like you would poke in his stomach and he would make a sound. Ooh, you know, like that guy. But he wasn't anything that I would have brought home. But she dated Chris Judd. She dated Mark. Casper. Who? Both. Casper. Okay. She did that for a while. Then she did. I mean, she hasn't had a lot of men, but it's just, it's like, it's like her pussy's the United Nations, you know? Like, it's just a meeting of a whole bunch of different motherfuckers. But when I look back over the people that I've been with, shit, there's a theme. And then y'all call me a colorist because they all happen to look alike. They ain't just the same color. These niggas literally be looking alike. You could line up five of the niggas I've been with and literally forget all of them. Be like, ain't you? My staff ain't even allowed to say hello to nobody at my house no more because they may say the wrong thing. <laughs> Alexa, she's in the kitchen getting her lunch. Hey, Josh. My nigga, that's Eric. The fuck? <sighs> anyway. People are saying that there's nothing going on with J-Lo and Ben, but there's other people that say that they were spotted together in Miami this weekend getting all nasty, okay? I don't know what's going on with A-Rod and Jennifer. And I, you know, the thing about J-Lo, if she's also, she says she hasn't gotten any work done, but I'm sure she's gotten some vaginal rejuvenation over the years because she dances a lot, be moving all around, stretching, and, and these niggas be stretching her out. So either way, she has to be doing something. And Puerto Rican puts that snap back from what I've heard. I don't know because that ain't something that I get in touch with. And I like J-Lo. I do like J-Lo. Do I like J-Lo? Yeah, I like J-Lo. Yeah. I like Made in Manhattan too. And I'm not saying I like her because I liked her as a maid. Because I also liked her in Enough. I'm not going to make any maid jokes because that's going to come out racist, right? Okay, let's move on. Plus, I like all my housekeepers. Bye. Yo, that nigga got on makeup. Can you imagine if a video came out of him like cruising a club or like on Grinder or something? Yo, A-Rod, if you're on Grinder, my nigga, I'm not there. I'll create a Grinder account just to grind with you. Come over and, you know, but you ain't going to come over here and swing that stick in this house the way you swing it at your career because this is a no bat zone, if you know what I mean. All right, well, look, this nigga, another athlete is in the news. Now, it's getting really nasty. Now, Larsa Pippen, let me start by this disclaimer. She is my friend. Yes, I have spoken to her on the phone several times since yesterday's drama. And I even told her today she should go on the Wendy show because I think she would be great. Her and Wendy, I've already put them in a group text together. 
you know, uh, they are, they are, Wendy likes her and she likes Wendy, you know, and uh, Lars is actually good to talk to. Cause the thing about Lars is she is what you see is what you get. And I know people don't believe that because she's been friends with the Kardashians and everything you see with them ain't what you gonna get. Uh, but Malik Beasley was a guy who she started dating against my advice. I told Larsa Pippen when they first started talking, he is younger, clout chasing, and he is looking to come up off of your name because that's the experience that I have. I date 24, 25, 26. He's 24. She's in her 40s. We're the same. Okay. She's dating younger. I date younger. And I've learned dating 24, 25, you can have fun with them. You know what I mean? But that's like when I go fishing, bitch, when you bite the hook, I'm a real you in, but bitch, I'm going to shake you and throw you back in the water. Because at the end of the day, I can't take you home for too long. And I think this was, somebody said he's not cute anyway. I agree. He's not the most attractive thing, but he probably has good dick. How many niggas that don't look good in the hood got good dick? Half you bitches sitting up with kids, you don't even want to talk to them too much. The kids sitting in the corner with sucker in their hair playing with an old-ass Sega Genesis because you don't even want to upgrade his gameplay because all you wanted was some good dick and the nigga dropped it off and you took the condom off because he told you he was bored. Somebody told me this weekend they don't wear condoms because they're bored. They, they take off the condom during sex because they're bored. His name is Ronan and he's on Beagle. Go find him, Ronan knows. <laughs> That's one of those cute niggas that you know going to fuck around and get a dirty dick one day. Because it's the cute ones that leave them STDs laying around your house. You hear you go pulling back the sheets and, it's, and a little crab fall off the bed. Like, what the fuck? <laughs> like, I like seafood, bitch, and I'm pescatarian, but nobody told you to bring seafood in my bedroom, motherfucker. You know? And somebody... Anyway. This nigga then got the internet on fire doing some nigga shit. Now, Larsa, I blame you for all of this that I'm about to talk about because I told you not to fuck with him. But, but Larsa is a wife, not a girlfriend. And after she's left her husband, Scottie Pippen, and some of you hoes don't understand the difference. And when I say hoes, I'm saying niggas and females, not females. All you hoes out there that don't understand being the difference between a boyfriend and a girlfriend and a wife or a husband, you out here spreading yourself thin. Cheeks just spread wide open like the 405 and wonder why nobody want to lock you down. Okay? If you close up your ass, close one of them lanes, ho. The lane is too open. You too fucking open. So much traffic going in and out that motherfucker. Who the fuck wants to sit and put a construction hat on and go build in your pussy? Nobody. Nobody, baby. Just, just, just train wreck pussy. Just semi-truck in every lane pussy. Anyway, or ass for some of the community. Well, these two ended up breaking up. Now, I knew they broke up about a week or two ago because I had asked Larsa about him and she was very much like, like she was very bored by him. And the thing about Larsa, she spent 25 years with Scottie Pippen, one of the best NBA players and athletes in the world, a superstar. She's had her own money and built her own family with Scottie. She recently divorced him and they settled amicably and they still have a good relationship because as i told you on my podcast when i was interviewing her scotty walked in the middle of the interview and i got nervous because i was about to start asking some personal questions well she's been with scotty for all those years raised four beautiful children who all have a life of their own and they're all good looking and talented in their own way and she's a mother mother like she's involved in her kids lives and you know she's no longer hanging out with the kardashian girls because they said she was toxic and meanwhile kim is alleged to be hooking up with courtney's new boyfriend it's like it's the pot calling the kettle black for me so uh now lars is out doing her own thing in miami but she's moving back to la so we can start going back to the fucking uh delilah and all the places that you guys can't get in 
<laughs> but there's a lot going on now between Larsa and Malik and, and this girl, Montana, who is Malik's baby mama and ex-wife. And also she gets her lashes done at the same place one of my staff go. So we're actually trying to get into her teeth. Okay, because baby, we're everywhere. Hollywood locks is in these streets. Well, this is Montana. Now, Montana has been all over Instagram. Don't she look like Megan James from Bad Girls Club? And and Daphne Joy a little bit? No? Somebody said she looked like Larsa. I can't. Well, she does kind of look like a mix between the Kardashians and Larsa. I don't know exactly what work, if any, that she's had done. But it all started... This all started when Malik publicly apologized to his estranged wife. Now, of course, he went public with it. Now, mind you, him and Lars had already broke up. So I feel like him apologizing to Montana was trying to find a way to save and savage his, his, his reputation for getting dumped by Larsa because Larsa dumped him. Now, this is what he posted on Instagram. He posted this apology. Now, in the apology, Malik is alleging that he ended things with Larsa. think that anyway was going to see him but anyway this was the apology this was the apology that he posted to his ex-wife and his baby mama i'm gonna leave it up a little longer so you can read it now mind you when he left her he left her with no money where her and her family were living in airbnb houses with no money left her with her kid that he was saying was not his kid and was not only saying it wasn't his kid he was asking and demanding that they get some type of uh proof that this wasn't his child so i just want to say all that to remind you of the type of person we're talking about. Now, I don't want y'all to say, oh, this is Lars's friend, so he's putting out a hit. No, this is a nigga who knows because I'm in the know and none of your other favorite bloggers or YouTubers know this. So I'm giving you the tea. Now, Larsa, okay, uh, you know, paid it. She didn't say nothing. She was like, I'm too busy being rich. I'm too busy deciding what home I want to get. I don't give a fuck about what's going on. Fuck you. Fuck the Kardashians. Fuck Kanye and his crazy. Fuck all y'all bitches. I'm raising my kids and I'm minding my business. And started my OnlyFans account. She's on OnlyFans. But I'm going to OnlyFans too. Catch that beat. I'm going to OnlyFans. My team already knows we're going to OnlyFans because I have a partnership coming out. But I'm going to OnlyFans. They don't know about that. Catch it later. Now, with start, don't be shaking heads in the studio. The fuck? Y'all ain't going to be shooting on the content, so don't worry about it. And don't subscribe to it either. But anyway, what started as a moment of reconciliation became a quick back and forth media war. And I ain't going to lie. I was sitting there in New York interviewing NeNe Leakes, reading all of the tea flying back and forth. And I had just did Wendy. I'm on the phone with NeNe. By the way, NeNe slammed the fuck out of candy. That interview is dropping, I think, next week. It's so much going on at Hollywood Unlocked. When I tell you I am back and I am focused because now I got this new house I got to pay for. So when I tell you I'm actually going to be working now harder than I normally do. But there is so much going on. Oh, yes, I'm going to be showing nipples, everything on, on OnlyFans. Yes, it's going to be popping. I'll let y'all know about that. All right. Now, Montana seemed to accept the apology. This is what Montana posted. She accepted it, and she said, am I reading it here or reading it here? Okay, she accepted Malik's apology in the post, expressing how grateful she was that he apologized. And she said, quote, at the end of the day, we are both Makai's parents and hope to raise him with love, respect, and happiness. Love and happiness. When you do wrong, make you want to do right. Ain't that what it's like? 
Baby, this is why I don't apologize for shit. I shouldn't apologize to that little hoe Ariana Grande either, but I did. And I fucking regret that shit. And I ain't never apologizing again. Whatever comes out my mouth or goes in, will never be. there will never be an apology for it. it, it I sucked it and said it. And I fucking live by it. And don't give a fuck. Why? Because when you tell the truth and say what the fuck you feel, you live free. People are mad at me right now on Instagram because I said Nicki Minaj looked like she belonged in white chicks because she looked light-skinned. She looks lighter, and I stand by what the fuck I said. And if you say I'm shaming her because she's a black woman, let me correct you. I'm shaming her because she's a white woman. Now, while she accepted the apology by Malik, she did what all y'all other women do when you get mad at a know-nothing-ass nigga who leaves you. You take it out on the woman. You attack the woman, you try to bring the woman down. She called her a ran through blow up doll. Did we post it yet? Did we post her comment? I ain't reading all this shit. Cause at this point I need a goddamn magnifying glass. Y'all gonna have to screenshot this or go to Hollywood online. I will read a part of it though, because I gotta do my job. But goddamn it girl, when you read people, can you just do three fucking sentences so we could do it in the beat? <laughs> Did we do a, a, a now you know on this or something? See, they on it over here. Okay, well, she said, quote, women don't claim her and wouldn't know girl code if it slapped her in the face. She also claimed that Larsa ran to the media because she needed everyone to think that she ended it with Malik because she's too embarrassed that she keeps getting passed around like a, quote, hot potato. Now, what? What? That's how she spelled potato. She ain't even spelled potato right. <laughs> a pal potato, a pal potato, a pal tato. Well, either way, I didn't expect her to know how to read. I mean, she fucked a basketball player. Well, anyway. So Larsa didn't take too kindly to what Montana said. And she, you know, Larsa literally never says anything. But I've said on the show many times, and I know she watches the show. Funky Dineva said, and I keep telling y'all to put this on a fucking sweater. When they go low, we go to hell. Where is the sweater at? Huh? Keisha got thrown under the bus right here in the studio. <laughs> Somebody text Toya, text Keisha that I need that shirt. Well, ma, 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 uh, Toya, text Keisha right now that we need the shirt. Do it in real time before we forget. Because shit gets so entertaining right here. We be look up and three weeks later, I still ain't got the damn shirt. Michelle Obama said, when they go high, no, low, we go, I don't even know which direction bitches are going. So when you go low, we go high. We said when you go low, we go to hell. Okay. Well, she must have saw that show because baby Larsa read the fuck out of Montana. This is what she posted on her Instagram. She said, hey, sweetie. Okay. Can I just say something? When a post starts out with, hey, sweetie, everything to follow is going to be shady as fuck. Everything. Put it back up. Okay. She said, and this was the uh, Barbara calling Shirley for me. Is that what you said in the text? Kelvin's so messy. She said, hey, sweetie, I can spend all day going back and forth with you on the internet, but woman to woman, I would never do that, especially over a man. But here's some free press for you to clear some things up. Uh, let's clear some of uh, some uh, of the misinformation you shared as facts. Here's the truth about Malik. One, when I thought about him and how he treated your child, he's not the type of man I want around mine. Any man who would deny his child and then leave the mother penniless is not a real man. Two, he cried entirely too much. Hold on. Um, can you just show me real quick? I need to learn my board real quick because I want to find. Hold on. Hold on. No, 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 no. Nope. That's not it. Not it. Not it. Where's it at? This one. Really? Not this, that one. And then this one. Gagging. 
And then um, we don't have, oh, this one. <laughs> I don't even know my soundboard anymore because I don't even use it. Well, anyway, they said that he, she said he cried too much. And then she said, three, he's cheap. But then again, you never saw any alimony, so you already know that. Since you want to speak woman to woman on social media, let me give you some womanly advice. If you ever find another man who wants you for you and not all the free press I'm giving both of you, lock him down. Malik was a cloud chaser who pursued me relentlessly before I even knew you existed, and I have the DMs, but then again, he knows that. Lastly, and please don't take this the wrong way. Baby, this was too much right here. All my beautiful children that you referenced will never have to read, have... We'll never have to read, what? Oh, we'll never have to read that they didn't have their father in their life. What the, what the hell did you post here? Lastly, and please don't take this the wrong way, all my beautiful children that you referenced will never have to read how their father didn't claim them. You should be worried about the narrative you two need to create to distract yours from dealing with that reality. If you want to know the truth, subscribe to my OnlyFans. Send the peace, love, and blessings to you both. Well, Montana didn't like that, and she clapped back in a long-ass message on her Instagram story. I'm going to post it real quick, but I ain't about to read it all. But she basically said that she knew that Malik wasn't married, uh, that, that she was married to Malik and tried to get pregnant by him after making the remarks. Now, let me say this. I know for a fact Larson was not trying to get pregnant by him because we had a lot of conversations about her and Malik. In fact, when she started getting on the fence about him, she didn't really want to break it off with him because she said he was emotionally, emotionally fragile. And that, you know, he called her several times. There were times that he wanted to take off from games to be with her. Literally started wanting to be up under her 24-7. And she just really started to feel like she was raising a kid. Now, um, I know that she did her part in going to visit him. And from what I hear, his mother really isn't that pleasant either. And so nobody wants to be around somebody's mother who's going to be problematic. Now, Malik, uh, you know, it looks like he was doing a good thing, kind of being restorative as a black man, you know, reuniting with a black woman, restoring the black family. But the problem is he tried to cheat on Montana the same day she took him back because that tea was spilled today on Hollywood Unlocked exclusively when a woman named Lizianne Gutierrez came forward to me with DMs allegedly showing that Malik had slid in her DM. This is the post that we put up. Now, they had been going back and forth. And on the same day that uh, that that Malik had gotten back with Montana or Mantoa, whatever her name, the girl who spells potato wrong, he had slid in this girl's DM. Now, let me show you the other picture. Do we have the other image of this DM or is this the only one? Well, I showed you both. You should have put it up because it's she put up on her caption that this happened on the same day he got back with the girl. So I don't know. I know him and Tristan Thompson. No, no. Her and him and Jordan Woods, man, play on the same team for the Minnesota Timberwolves. These basketball players are community penises. I don't give a fuck who they are. They are all out here slanging that dick everywhere. They are on city to city. They got hoes in different area codes. So all of you women who signed up because you want the Birkin bag every week, you know what you're getting. I'm about to break another story here on Hollywood Unlocked exclusively of another basketball player, a big basketball player, huge, cheating on his wife right now. And baby, it's gonna be a it's gonna be a mess, but I gotta do it because I got a job to do. I mean, do you tell the janitor not to come and sweep up the bathroom, but only sweep up the kitchen? No, sweep all these motherfuckers up. And that's what I'm gonna do over here. And they ain't got enough money to stop me. And don't send the Crips and Bloods, bitch, because you're gonna send them all to prison. Because I called the police. All right, now Montana wasn't done. 
Okay. She then cleared the air on her status of her relationship. This is what she said about her and Malik. And she's saying, some of y'all tripping. Who said we back together? Or I took him back just because I said my son, blah, blah, blah. Girl, you took him back. You missed the dick and you tired of moving from Airbnb. Airbnb. Um, you, you, you need a place to lay your head. And I'm sure your son gets tired of having to pack up the garbage bag every time you guys want to move on to another house. So Malik, he has some money. I mean, he's not a quality, he's not a huge star player like LeBron. You know what I mean? And LeBron, I'm not reporting on you and your wife. So that, don't worry about that. I'm not talking about you. I didn't put your name there because you and Savannah are fine this week. But I am saying that, you know, these girls get with these guys because they want the lifestyle. They want to sit courtside and eat free popcorn and sip the free booze in the backstage. Okay. And they want Beyonce. They they really want this with it. They all really want Beyonce and Jay-Z to pop up with Blue Ivy so they can tell their little ugly kids, go over there and play with Blue. Blue's a Grammy winner. She don't give a fuck about your kids. Okay. But either way, these basketball wives who are looking for validation by these know-nothing-ass niggas who got community dick just passing it all through the streets, you all suffer from the same shit that, uh, no, actually Lizzo has better self-esteem than you guys. I don't know. Get it together. But either way, Malik, um, more tea is going to drop on you, I have a feeling, because the more that you and Montana talk for the clout, you're going to have people come forward, and I'm going to dish all the all the tea. And then what's going to happen as a result of me dishing all the tea is that your, your brands are going to start looking at you crazy. Because Tristan Thompson, I don't see him on a commercial for anywhere. He probably should do a commercial for hims and hers because he got them dark-ass lines that A-Rod needs to help him wipe away. Okay, like he's trying to wipe away Sydney Chase with the lawsuit saying that that baby that that other girl doesn't have in his. But I don't know that dick. I, Tristan must have a big. I'm going to let me text somebody and ask him what his dick look like. Hold on. Okay. Let me see what Tristan's dick looks like, okay? I text this other girl that says she's not. All right. Well, I hope this works out. Lars Sabare told you, you need to go overseas to like some prince or like a oil person, you know, somebody that doesn't know these people, no rappers. There's no future in rappers. There's no fucking, like you ain't gonna ball out with these bad people. No, all of them are just, oh, Tristan, I'm not even gonna repeat, <laughs> repeat what they said, but it's not worth reporting. <laughs> Bye, Malik. All right, well, look. <clears throat> you know, people send me people's dicks because I'm gay and because I do this, but I, I would never, I can't put dicks out because it's called revenge porn and I'll get sued. They will shut my site down and baby, I'm never going to let these hoes shut my site down. But I need to start like, I need to start like a ghost account. Huh? called low-key messy and then be like somebody's trying to frame me <laughs> you know like a site that nobody owns just like it's a shell corp that owns it there's no address there's no takedown information it's just like dick 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 like like but i'm not that guy i don't do that That's off brand right okay so i won't do it well anyway um it's time for this other segment that i haven't had in a long time and my friend he's on the list but it's the deep dive If you're on Facebook, please share it. I see a lot of people are in here. Hey, 2,400 people are in here. Nah, fuck that. I'm going to tell them how to get the merch right now because I want y'all bitches to be sitting pretty like me. This is where you get our merch. Go to hollywoodunlock.com slash shop right now. Everybody get one thing. It's only $25, $30. I don't know. Just spend all your check. If you have any more EDD left or 
you know, the, the loans that you took out from the government that you're going to go to jail for, at least go to jail in style. Go get a sweater, some socks, get you some uh, hoodies, mask, or get, get all of that. All right. Also, subscribe to our YouTube channel if you're watching right now. You can go by clicking join. And it'll tell us right here, right now, who clicked join. Uh, oh, my God. Thank you. Go get it for the $50. Love you. Um, love you more than everybody else. All right. You can click join, get the emojis, and then you can leave them on all these other YouTubers' pages. Okay. Charlemagne the God is under fire. I never want to talk about friends. And I and I will say I do consider him a industry friend. I don't consider him a real lifetime, like we're going to go skiing together type friend. He moves in different circles and I do. But when we do come together and for work or just for personal, I have an immense amount of respect for Charlemagne. He is one of the few people in the culture that I believe is a voice that we have to have because he is the truth. I feel like Charlemagne says it the way he, he's supposed to. Now, Charlemagne don't say it the way he's supposed to, like he used to, because he's evolved. And some people will say that fat Jason was messier than skinny Jason. When I, I don't think so. I think I'm still the same person, but I am happier now. And so there are times that I want to say stuff on Instagram, but I'm like, why? Instagram don't pay me to go and read people on Instagram. So I'll just go to Bego or I'll just wait until my show. So, so me not doing it every day on Instagram is not because I don't want to do it. It's because I don't get paid to do it there. And I believe in doing it when I get paid. I'm getting paid right now. Charlemagne, I always say this joke. I always say Charlemagne is what I always say that I'm what Charlemagne used to be and what Ebro wished he could be. I'm what Charlemagne used to be, and I'm what Charlemagne, and I'm what Charlemagne used to be, and I'm what Ebro wants to be. No shade. It's just that like Charlemagne is is more polished now, and I think more politically correct because he's elevated at a certain level. And I think that that does have to happen at some point. I'm gonna become a little bit more polished at some point. I just took a call from NBC the other day, and I had to tell them, "Have you seen my commentary? I'm highly opinionated, but I'll be on here talking about sucking dick, getting my dick sucked, eating somebody's ass." I told a nigga earlier, "I would eat his ass." That motherfucker asked me if I was a bottom feeder. Now look, don't ask me no disrespectful questions. I'm a gay nigga. Jameer, shut your mouth. Are y'all judging me in the fucking comments like y'all don't eat ass? Shut the fuck up. How about the fact that you don't ask a motherfucker to wipe their ass before you eat it? I I make sure you got a shower before you get in my fuck. Well, not the nigga with makeup. <laughs> well, he did take a shower. Maybe he just rinsed the rest of his body off, but didn't wash his face, right? He did use the blur stick. <laughs> fuck. By the way, A-Rod, if I do fuck you, you you got to clean your face off. You I don't care if you got blemishes, nigga, just... Just you need to wipe it off. Come on, come in with a with a with a. Okay, so Charlemagne, he's now under fire from everybody, and this is why I'm thinking something big has to be going on in Charlemagne's life. I know that he just created this podcast with partnership with iHeart, which, by the way, he didn't sign me up because um, I think he thought I would be too difficult to work with. He called me and said that he heard I was difficult to work with, but then he also said he supported me, but then didn't sign up my podcast. But that's cool because the way I look at it is like that was God saying, I don't need to be under Charlemagne. I need to be elevated where Charlemagne is or beyond. So that was God blocking that uh, blessing that never happened. But I, but it's no shade. It is what it is. You know, it's the business. And he explained to me why he, it didn't happen and I didn't believe it. But I still love you, Charlemagne. And you've been texting me all day and we've been going back and forth, but I didn't, really didn't want to get back and forth too much because I knew I was going to have to come here and talk about it today. And I didn't want to lie to your face with what I was going to say. Not that I'm going to say anything, but I am going to say something. Well, Charlemagne is under fire by a whole bunch of fucking people. Now, it seems kind of funny to me that it's all happening right now because I also get under fire. I posted on my Instagram. I said, you said I'm a pedophile. They call, they, this is what I told them. They call me a pedophile. They say I'm a rapist. They say I'm a colorist, transphobic. 
They say uh, I have AIDS. They say I'm too fat. I have no neck like Benzino. They say I'm too skinny and I'm ugly. They tell me I'm, I have no money. On Bigo, they say I'm a flop. They've literally said everything about me. Me and my team, we literally read the comments and gag because, you know, it's one of those things where I don't really care what people say. You know, sometimes I look at it. I think the thing that bothered me the most was like, you know, anyway, stuff that they've said about me. Some of the stuff is irritating me because there's a lot more good that I like to do in helping people. But I just don't now because I don't want to be in conversations uh, that, that that people try to put me in. But, I, but what I will say is what I what Charlemagne said to me today at the end was. It's crazy how when you elevate, they really come for you. And I'm afraid for you because of how you do what you do. When you get to where you're going, they're coming for you too. I said, nigga, they already coming. But this is why I love to be exactly who I am right now and come straight out the gate and put my shit out there and come for motherfuckers next. When you come for me, I'm coming back for you. And I told Charlemagne, I'm going to tell you what I told Charlemagne. Now, Funk Flex. Let me show you a picture of Funk Flex in case you don't know what's going on. Funk Flex is a radio personality. He's one of the uh, biggest radio personalities in New York radio. Legendary Funk Flex. He's somebody that a lot of people know. Um, if you do music and hip hop, you got to go talk to Flex. Back in the day, um, that was like one of the spots you had to go to. Now, Breakfast Club is a competitive show in the New York market. And it's my favorite show to go on. I've been on the Breakfast Club three times. I enjoy going on the show. Charlamagne also helped me get my radio uh, deal with iHeartMedia. As you know, I'm nationally syndicated in 69 markets across the country. I'm number one on the weekend, and Charlemagne did help with that. Uh, I, I was good enough for him for iHeart, but I wasn't good enough for his uh, podcast network, but it's no shade, whatever. It's like working for Joe Budden. Didn't really care either way. But I will say, I, I wanted to work with Charlemagne because I have so much respect for him and still do. Well, Funk Flex don't have no respect for Charlemagne. Now, they must have a lot of beef, and I didn't know it goes back as far as it did because honestly, I don't research these niggas. I don't really be looking what Funk Flex did. I don't remember that he was too fat. Remember, he got the body, his body sucked out. And I didn't shame him. I actually supported him because I went and got my stomach sucked out. So, bitch, if I'm going to get my stomach sucked out, what I look like shaming uh, him? Now, I haven't got lipo yet, but I might get lipo. And in fact, I just got a lipo doctor that I'm actually consulting with that you will see on my OnlyFans. So, Funk Flex now is beefing with Charlemagne. And, you know, Charlemagne was also beefing with Joe Budden, but I really think it's a I think it's a nigga at the top issue. I don't think it's a Charlemagne did anything wrong now issue. I think it's just it's a nigga at the top. Joe Budden was at the top with Charlemagne. He's gone because nobody's checking for Joe right now. Maybe some investigators for sex allegations from Olivia Dope. Maybe, you know, Rory and Mal for some coins that they got robbed out of. Allegedly, I guess. I don't know. Allegedly. But either way, nobody's checking for Joe right now. Joe's silent. He's apologized to the girl. That means he did some wrongdoing. Nobody's going to fucking forgive that. White people are going to be like, oh, my God. He said what? Oh, no. Because that's that sexual shit. They don't play around. And people have, they know. This is why if I say, oh, my God, I love me a young nigga. They'll call me a pedophile. Because they think that's going to stop my bags. But if I date a nigga who's 24, you can't hear me? Can they hear me? Can you guys hear me? If I date a nigga who's 24 or 25 and I'm 43, who gives a fuck? You call it what you want. All these old white niggas are doing it. But see, what you try to do is you try to throw that shit on people like a Joe or me or Charlamagne. And look, I ain't look, I ain't got no shit. But what I will say is... Um, with the Joe thing, Joe's at the top, did that big deal with Patreon. Bam, all of a sudden, the sexual shit and then the, 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 the co-host shit. Now, mind you, it's there may be some shit. I don't know. Somebody said they unsubscribed from Joe. See what I'm saying? This is when you start that narrative of sex crimes and stuff, and then you have people admitted it. 
Joe apologized, then people start feeling some type of way and women will become divided. There's going to be women that say, I support R. Kelly. I support Joe Budden no matter what he does. And then there's women that are going to say, no, I don't believe that men should be taking advantage of women and I'm out. And so this, this sexual shit fucks shit up. Well, Funk Flex's feud with Charlemagne now has reignited after Kwame Brown, this former basketball player, brought up the sex assault allegations that happened with Charlemagne from back in the day. Now, I'm going to show you a lot of information. That's why this is the deep dive. I need you guys to pay attention because when you call in, we're going to have to dig all the way into it. Somebody said, don't let Charlemagne off the hook. Bitch, if he was off the hook, he wouldn't be on my show right now. Fuck you mean? I said earlier I was going to say what the fuck I thought. Charlemagne don't write a check over here. I fuck with Charlemagne and I and I respect him, but I also respect Joe and had to drop on his birthday that he beat a bitch up. Allegedly. Allegedly. And the nigga told me to lose his phone number and I did. And I unfollowed him. And I wouldn't give a fuck if a Joe Budden calls me ever again. Period. You understand? I don't suck Joe Budden's dick. That nigga don't run nothing over here. Don't no nigga run. Charlemagne don't run nothing over here. Don't ever disrespect me on my show. Tell me what the fuck I say. I say what the fuck I say about anybody. Any bitch can get it over here. And and I and, and I, I be waiting for a nigga to drag me publicly. Joe didn't drag me on the show. Joe said, lose my number, nigga. That's all he said. He didn't say nothing else. Cause had Joe drugged me, we'd still be talking about Joe right now. Cause I'd be interviewing every bitch that ever said anything about Joe right now. So don't don't wake it up. Leave it the fuck alone. Cause y'all gonna fuck it fuck around and wake it up for, for Joe the way Shekana woke it up for. Uh, T.I. and Tiny. And bitch, let me tell you this. I'm interviewing Sabrina Peterson this week, exclusively on Hollywood Unlocked. So let me tell you something. When you wake it up on me, when you wake it up in the comments, you fuck other people's shit up. I'm getting goosebumps right now thinking about fucking up Joe Button. I ain't, he ain't even did shit. Stay the fuck out my comments with that bullshit. Don't no nigga bitch run shit over here. No nigga or no bitch. Got me mad and, I, and Joe didn't even do shit. Ain't that some shit? Now, I'm going to go back to saying I respect Joe Budden as a podcaster. I don't have one of his songs in my fucking phone, but I respect him as a podcaster. And his show will continue to be successful because he's fucking Joe Budden. I don't listen to his show because when the nigga told me to lose his number, I lost this. I unsubscribed and I don't follow him. And I hope all of my staff don't follow. Do you follow him? Do you follow him? None of y'all? Okay, good. None of us follow you, Joe. We don't, we don't care what's going on over there. All right? You, you talking to chairs right now, empty seats. Fill them up. Okay, but anyway. Why are we talking about Joe? Because the comment, yeah. stop put, don't put no more comments up here because this bitch then took me all the way off the goddamn story. Let me go back to Charlemagne because I fuck with Charlemagne too. And I still, I, I, did I say I fuck with Joe? I say I respect Joe. I respect Joe as a podcast. I don't fuck with him, but I do fuck with Charlemagne. All right, so now Funkmaster Flex and Joe and Charlemagne have this longstanding feud. Now, recently during a broadcast of The Breakfast Club, Charlemagne the God shared some words about a former NBA star named Kwame Brown. Now, none of us know who Kwame Brown is because he's retired. This is Kwame. I ain't going to lie. When I saw Kwame, you know who I thought he was? I thought this was Rashida's husband. Kurt? He didn't look like her a little bit, don't he? He looked like, he looked like Kurt a little bit. Fuck y'all. Y'all all being messy in the studio. I thought the nigga was Kurt. Well, anyway, it ain't Kurt. It's Kwame. Okay? Now, Kwame, I have to tell you this, Kwame. You read the fuck down. I don't know who you are or where you're from, but I fuck with you based on you reading. But I'm mad that you came from my friend. But he started it. This is what Charlemagne said about Kwame on The Breakfast Club. I had to take the video away because they'll try to snatch my shit down. I ain't giving none of you bitches an excuse to take this clip down because I want everybody to share because this is messy. Play it. Leave Kwame Brown alone. 
I don't know if y'all know, but you could do a little research. Kwame Brown was born in Charleston, South Carolina. I don't think I've ever met Kwame, but I know a lot of his family. His family lived in Moss Corner, South Carolina. His father's name was Willie Brown. I don't know how many kids Willie Brown had. I don't know how many siblings Kwame Brown got, but I went to school with his sister and I went to school with one of his, his brothers. Let me tell y'all something. Kwame's father in the 90s, I remember this story. He beat a woman with an ax handle. It was his girlfriend. And the rumor was he buried her alive. He buried her in the area that I grew up in, if I remember correctly. I've been trying to call my dad since yesterday to, to, to confirm the whole story because I literally forgot about this until yesterday. But the, the woman died and he got arrested. Uh, if he's still alive, he's in prison for life because he got caught because he left South Carolina after the murder and came back for his paycheck. Let me tell you something else. His other brother, I don't know if him and Kwame were close, but his other brother shot his baby mama several times and then killed himself. That was like an 08. And his other brother, Kwame's other brother, just went to jail for murder like three years ago. All of this you can Google. I'm saying all that to say, leave Kwame leave alone. Him. That man has alone. been quiet for 20 years. He don't bother nobody. Clearly all that, you know, all, all that he's a bust stuff gets to him. And you don't know what people are going through or have been through. But I've seen folks snap for less. And it looks like, you know, Kwame is snapping. And if you look at the history of men in his family, you would know his, his men in his family have a history of snapping. Leave Kwame. Baby, this woke shit up. Kwame came out of retirement. Now, I hadn't heard the clip, that clip until right now because I've been on the move. I've been in Aruba. I've been just doing shit. But like Charlemagne was stating the facts that he knew. Now, Charlemagne has a very powerful voice in the culture. Shout out to all 3,000 people in the building. I just want to say thank you so much. Please, thank you so much for coming. Please go ahead and share the live on your Facebooks, on your Twitter, or on your Instagram. Share because you're making space. Okay. Now, Kwame wasn't happy about the rant. And he went to his Instagram where he brought up Charlemagne's alleged rape case. Now, remember, back in the day, Charlemagne was alleged to have raped a girl and actually got charged and went through the whole court process. And there was a plea. There was a guilty plea, but we're going to get into what that guilty plea was. But first, before we get into Charlemagne's plea on that rape, I got to show you what Kwame said. Take a look. <laughs> well, if I'm giving off killer vibe, you done gave off rape vibe. Hide your kids, hide, especially the young girls. Hide them motherfuckers from you. Cause you gonna put something in they drink. Bitch, I'll never drink around you. Better stop doing this. I ain't gonna do this around you. Cause you was probably steal my mama cooking to be spilling shit in people's drinks, motherfucker. How long you been doing that, boy? More girls probably, you been paying off bitches the whole time, ain't it? That what you been doing? Paying off women cause you been raping all around New York and Carolina? That what you probably do. You probably go back to Carolina use your influence because you a big ass new york podcaster you probably go back there and and, and rape them real good ain't it? punk motherfucker. well listen that was the beginning but he wasn't done and and you know i told y'all in my book that i got shot in the drive-by and i wasn't the person they was trying to get they was trying to get my brother but they shot me well when you're when you're associated with people and they come for them Sometimes they're going to come for you, too. Kwame wasn't done. He took to his Instagram, and he has some words for DJ Envy and Angela Yee, the people who are on the show Breakfast Club with Charlamagne. This is what he said. See, most of you motherfuckers dumb and listen to stupid-ass bitches like Charlamagne the God and old punk-ass bit of male DJ Envy. Bitch, you ought to not be talking about male issues, you punk motherfucker. You don't feel Gates running around doing a whole goddamn cheating tour, you punk bitch. Okay, start that bitch over because, baby, when I tell you that the read was 
Right. See, most of you motherfuckers dumb and listen to stupid ass bitches like Charlemagne the God and old punk ass beta male DJ Envy. Bitch, you ought to not be talking about male issues, you punk motherfucker. You don't see Bill Gates running around doing a whole goddamn cheating tour, you punk bitch. The white boy was able to cheat like a man, break off and break up like a man. Your bitch ass getting drugged around like a puppy on a leash, ho. You shut your bitch ass up when I'm talking. The fuck you talking about? You another light-skinned bitch. Fuck you mean. And I got a lot of light-skinned friends, but you two niggas ain't one of them. And Charlemagne, you trying to be light-skinned, bitch. A fucking punk-ass rapist and a bitch-ass nigga that had a leash on his neck going to cry in front of other women because he cheated. Gonna tell me anything? Y'all bitch-ass niggas shut y'all goddamn mouth too. The Breakfast Club. The fuck you talking about? Y'all niggas don't talk about nothing important. You motherfuckers just sit up there and cry and pan the white folk. And Angela Lee, you better stop talking about men, period. You ain't got no goddamn man. And if you do, he ain't claiming your ass. I ain't seen you with a man yet. The way you fawn over all them goddamn rappers, I believe Gucci man too. You look like you you a little huh. You look like you want some mama's cooking, chasing all the rappers, motherfucker. Y'all better shut y'all goddamn mouth with me. I'm a different breed. And I ain't gonna apologize. Fuck y'all. You know why? Because you want to sit here and you don't talk to a kid. You won't even be objective at all. You motherfuckers didn't use your brain at all. That was the dumbest shit I ever heard. So Jeffrey Dahmer family, everybody in his family eat people? Is that what you're saying, sir? So all the Dahmer's just some fucked up people, huh? Now, you know, this is a really interesting thing because I get attacked for bringing up Nicki Minaj's brother, being a pedophile um and and i'll tell you why i did that and why i will say that sometimes family is a tricky thing you know what i mean so i want to be very clear because people are gonna say oh bitch you did that to nikki let me be clear nikki called me a cocksucker first i never start shit with people never see the barbs they'll make y'all forget that shit and talk all that fucking shit and all them little punk pussy ass niggas they keep running their fucking mouths Bitch, you still not running that album up to the chart. Hit what number 82? Didn't even really do shit. Like, y'all, I mean, I don't know what it hit. That motherfucker didn't even hit number one. It's over, sis. Your fans don't even love you. But look, um, <laughs> this is my problem. She came for me first. When you come for me, then you open up the door to me going after everything. Your mama, your daddy, your little midget cousin, your kid with the blood disorder. I, everything, bitch, it's all on the table everything yo for everything when you come for me when it's personal now with Charlemagne, i don't know what prompted him to bring up this man's whole family but i wouldn't have done that because when it comes to what we do family ain't got nothing to do with it i'm not gonna attack nikki's i'm not gonna even disrespect nikki and talk about her father passing i'm actually gonna show compassion and say i'm sending my condolences and literally and genuinely mean that from my heart because i could only imagine what somebody's going through we can have our moment i can still show compassion but i'm not going to use it as a time to start talking about her father and her mother and it, like because family's off limits because when you start to go into public figures families shit get really really nasty and i expect people to get really really nasty you know what i mean so I kind of felt like I didn't know what brought all that shit on because I don't watch The Breakfast Club every day. Like, I know they don't watch my show because we all out here fucking working. But whatever prompted Charlemagne to dig that deep into this man who nobody's been talking about his family, that's really fucking weird, okay?
Now, Charlemagne has been open about this case. Well, anyway, there was the whole rant. Now, while Charlemagne has been open about the previous case, you know, the case that he talked about, the, the alleged rape case or the rape case, the rape that happened. That, let me back up. The case that happened where the woman alleged that she was raped. She was a young woman. She was 15 years old, I think, at the time. She said that Charlemagne had raped her, sexually assaulted her. And Charlemagne has, has denied it. And, you know, it went through the court process. And in so in the process, there was a there was a plea of guilty. But I have to break down. That's why this is the deep dive. Why there was a guilty plea. So Charlemagne has been open about the case before he's talked about it. And the case has gone through the court system and has been closed. Well, Funk Flex took it a step further this past weekend on his show. We already showed you Funk Flex bringing it up. Now, Charlemagne and Funk Flex have had their beef. I didn't even know it went this deep. You remember when Charlemagne got jumped in front of the a Breakfast Club studios years ago? I didn't know that allegedly, allegedly, Funk Flex sent the people to get him. This was the video if you didn't see it. Can I get a drop? What's up with y'all in these drops, man? I need a drop, son. <laughs> Need a drop, baby. What's up? Come on. Let's get a drop. This is why I carry a gun on me now. And and at first it was kind of weird. You know, I probably my staff think think it was weird. They come over. There's always guns around or whatever. This is why I have a gun on me. And I remember, shout out to World Star Hip Hop for the video. I remember when Q from World Star used to have a gun in his office all the time, and I used to feel really uncomfortable going there because I used to be like, why you gotta have a gun, like? Why, you, when you talk about these rappers, you talk about these people, this is the type of energy it created. Now, I'm going to tell you, they got us. They're all y'all, Funk Flex, y'all all live by a street code, not calling the police. I'm going to shoot you, then I'm going to call the police. I'm going to court. I'm testifying. I'm wearing my whitest suit. Bitch, everybody going to prison. Everybody who sent them, everybody who was there, everybody driving, everybody involved. I'm pressing charges because I do a job of talking shit. You do a job of talking shit on records. I call the police. Y'all live by a code that don't. It is what it is. Now, Funk Flex, he used Kwame's recent rant to go in depth and bring up these allegations that had already been closed off. Now, for some people that never heard about him, this was new. And so during his show, he included an audio of the woman accusing Charlemagne of drugging and sexually assaulting her teenage daughter, Jessica Reed, back in 2001. Let me play the audio for you in case none of you listen to Funk Flex. This is what, this is what he played. If he was going to be a friend to us he came to us and said don't worry nothing's going to happen to her and i'll make sure that she'll be safe he eluded us to believe and trust in him and then he turns around and violates my daughter by raping and drugging her. And then he gets away with it. When I made the decision not for my daughter to testify, I was focused on her well-being. And I wanted the best for her. I didn't want to put her on the stand to relive all of that pain and suffering. Well, I mean, I'm not going to blame you as a mom for doing what you thought was best for your daughter. But when I was 15 and got shot, my family pushed me to get on the stage and testify against the people that shot me. And I feel like while we don't want victims to relive their trauma by getting on the stand, 
this is why so many women keep their shit secret and continue to get beat up like punching bags behind the scenes because you guys are afraid of getting up there and holding these niggas accountable. You should have post. You should have pushed your daughter to get up there and given her the support that she needed in order to hold him accountable. If you felt that's what he did, but to get on here and keep bringing it up and talking about a dead case to me, if it's closed, is dead. Okay. Now I'm not saying that that's fair. I'm not saying it's right. I'm not saying Charlamagne did it, didn't do it. I wasn't in the bedroom. None of us were. But I'm saying that if somebody touched my kid and that motherfucker don't get his brains blown the fuck out because you touched my kid. This is why I can't have no kids, because I'm telling y'all right now, I would not be in Aruba. I would not be in Miami. I would want to be with my kid all the fucking time. And the 15-year-old don't have no business being with no fucking man anyway. There are so many kids in my DMs wanting me to mentor them. There's a foster kid right now getting kicked out of his foster home. I don't even know where he is. And he in my DMs begging me to help him because I, I, I motivated him by my book. And I will not reach out. Because he is a fucking kid and I don't want no problems. When you are grown, you have no business being around no fucking kid. And if you're a parent, you have no right letting no fucking man be around your kid. All the girls with R. Kelly came and show was on this show and said, if he goes to prison, the mamas need to go because they was in the kitchen cooking too. You get so mesmerized by these stars, you let your kids go around and play with them. Michael Jackson, I ain't saying Michael did anything. Maybe Michael genuinely wanted to help these kids. He Maybe he thought he was a kid too. Maybe it was weird. Maybe it wasn't. Either way, don't fucking put your kids around these grown-ass niggas, then turn around years later and get up here crying, talking about this, this, that, and the other. And if your kid gets touched or you think your kid has been touched and you couldn't kill that motherfucker before he got locked up, bit, locked up, bitch, you better be in that motherfucking courthouse every goddamn day making sure a motherfucker goes to prison and gets they dick cut off or stabbed and killed or something for touching your fucking kid because that's what you do when you love your child my mother didn't believe that i got molested and that bitch may she rest in peace went over to the police and told she she i had to make her take me to the police at seven years old do you know how it is for a seven-year-old to tell their parent to believe them and this bitch didn't believe me but then you got this woman whose kid told her and she believed her to the point to where she want to have a nervous breakdown in front of cameras but bitch you didn't push your daughter to get on the stand you didn't love your daughter you think you loved your daughter but you didn't because now the guilt that you have for not being a good mother is surfaced because you didn't press shit the way you should have pressed shit i'm telling all you motherfuckers in here right now if you got kids right now and the motherfucker touch your kid i want to tell y'all to do violence because i don't promote violence if you touch my fucking niece and nephews, I may not come and get you, but I got a lot of fucking money. Somebody's going to come and get you. The best thing that could happen to you is that you get locked the fuck up and you press charges on Charlemagne and he got arrested. And then there was a process. And as a parent, you should have showed the fuck up if you believed your daughter. And you should have pressed the fucking button to the point to the, when the girl shot my brother, I was in that courtroom every fucking trial day and testified until that bitch got her sentence until she got, when she got sentenced, I said what I had to say to her and I walked out and I did what I had to do for my brother. What I look like, she get out or she don't get charged and then I go and talk about why she didn't get charged. No, it's your fault and that guilt is what's making you speak up. That, that was the guilt that I heard. And anybody that thinks I'm victim shaming, fuck you, this is my opinion. You tuned in for my opinion. I'm not victim shaming. I'm not shaming the little girl for her experience. I don't know what the girl experienced. I wasn't in the room. You weren't in the room. I'm not saying Charlemagne did or did not do it. I'm not here to defend Charlemagne or his penis. That is not my job. 
I'm looking at the cases. I'm looking at what I'm looking at. Funk Flex is bringing up some shit that's dead because Charlemagne is at the top. And I think that Funk's Funk doing that. I don't know why Funk Master Flex did. In fact, let's DM Funk Flex because he does respond to us. Let's find out why he did that. I don't know why. It does seem like some hater shit. And it seems like this longstanding feud between Hot 97 and Power 105. I'm not on Power 105 because iHeart didn't think I was good enough to be in New York. And that's fine. But this is why everybody's talking about Hollywood Unlocked. I talked to Funk Flex and I talked to Charlamagne because Hollywood Unlocked is good enough to be everywhere. Okay? But either way, I'm not in New York. I'm still number one everywhere else. Now, Funk Flex, now you know that was some hating ass shit that you did. I don't know why you did it. I don't know what's behind it. Now, these were brought back up in 2018. Remember, Charlamagne was on his way to HBO with a whole show. And then they did this petition to remove Charlemagne from the Breakfast Club. And um, we don't know who was behind it. But now some people are speculating maybe it was Funk Flex and these other people. I don't know. I'm going to just say allegedly. Allegedly. Now the internet is running wild. So Kevin Hunter, that's Wendy Williams' ex-husband, who she left after he had a baby by another woman. We never really hear from Kevin. I will say Kevin has been in the industry for decades. He has been, he was the rod in Wendy. Like he had Wendy's back. And everybody knows Wendy's story when she used to call people gay and the rappers didn't like it. They would try to come get her. Kevin shut all that shit down because he's a street guy. And he's he's been known to do some street things and shut things down, but also make things move whenever they need to move. Well, you know, he moved out of Wendy's house when he had that baby by that girl. And now that he feels like all his secrets are out, he can come out and say what the fuck he wants to say. And baby, Kevin ain't holding back. So now Kevin uh, Hunter, Wendy's ex, he, he who hinted that Flex would have these audio tapes to play on. He had hinted that uh, Flex would have these audio tapes to play on the show. So now people are thinking that Kevin is working with Flex. Here's the post that Kevin posted on his Instagram. He said, "I see we back to Charlemagne's storytelling time. Salute to Kwame Brown. After all the talk, I talk. I think it's time to share some real scary truths about an individual y'all really still know nothing about, and definitely time to clear up the lies. Truth is." Uh, uh, let me see what he said. Otherwise, truth is powerful, and there is only one true God. I regret the day I ever brought you around any of my people. Story time, the truth will blow your mind. Then he also said, My ex Ben told me, talking about Wendy, that she was a piece of shit. And I mean, early. I was like, Nah, this little dude, like my brother, I treated him like family, opened my home, let him live rent free, got him his last job and salary next to the queen of New York radio in the number one market, only for this fuckboy to act like an unappreciative piece of shit, time for the truth. Now, Kevin is not one to really talk on social media. Like I say, he's a street guy. Street people don't, they do street things. They don't do social media things. Well, here's Kevin going a step further and saying that he was going to brag about orchestrating, I'm going to say allegedly, but- Allegedly. You can hear for yourself. Orchestrating a, a smear campaign against Charlemagne over these allegations and using all of the past that's dead because it's been closed Against Charlemagne. This is what this is the audio. Listen. This is what I'm gonna tell you. If you're gonna go after this dude, okay, that, that's, 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 but I wanna know what you want to accomplish because everything I'm, I'm gonna keep it a thousand with you. Even when all that shit went down with that girl Jessica, like 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 whatever choking them was doing, that was bullshit. I put the I put the gas on that shit when I sent it to the fucking blast and all that shit. And they had his and that's what got his ass off of the HBO shit. That's why they didn't want to go after me really hard. Because I had a sloppy publicist at the time, Danny. He's sloppy faggot ass. He went and I don't know what he did, but he leaked the whole shit and then kind of blew it up. But he know I did. He know I made a phone call and put the gas on that shit. 
Okay. I was a very, I, I despise this little nigga. I, I feel like I'm the only nigga that can take him out because I brought him in. But, you know, it is, it's, it's definitely a serious situation. Okay, and I, and you don't need no motherfucking receipts for the shit I'm gonna tell you because if the nigga hear you know anything, he gonna be quaking. You gonna see his reaction because he's a bitch. He gonna immediately start attacking. I ain't got no more scotches no more. Okay, so he could do it. And Wendy, whatever Wendy trying to do with him and shit, whatever I heard he was trying to do, like you know, I don't even care because I know it's not gonna get off the right way because I already know I state of mind and I know where he at. Right now, he's at his weakest right now. All three of them are trying to scurry to get their shit together. You know what's going on with them, Star. Right? They're trying to get rid of them. There was conversations that the Breakfast Club was dismantling last year because they said that the co-hosts all don't even get along anymore. I mean, I knew that, T. I mean, when you're there, they seem great. I love, I love, let me back up. I love the Breakfast Club. I really, really like and respect uh, DJ Envy. Uh, him and I recently had a phone call when I was in Colombia, and he called me to thank me for being uh, fair and reporting on some shit he was in. Um, and I, I was kind of uncomfortable because I didn't know what he was going to say, but he thought that I had reported fairly. He just wanted to thank me for being fair. He didn't ask me to take anything down. And I really respect him. And the Envy has always been respectful to me when in the breakfast club. Then Charlemagne, he's Charlemagne the God. He's, he's one of the, to me, the top three people that do this. I'm going to tell you who the top three are, me, him, and Joe. Joe's falling off now with the bullshit he going through and Charlemagne's on some rocky shit. I don't know. Maybe I'll be number one at some point. I really don't care about numbers as long as I'm in the conversation. Now I am in the fucking conversation. I'm not as I'm not as cocky as I could be because I really could be shitting on niggas because you already know there ain't nobody doing what the fuck I do out there. Bring them to the table. Tell me who. They ain't on YouTube and they ain't on the fucking radio and they ain't on the fucking internet and they don't own the shit because I'm, I'm an employer. So we're not even going to go there. But I'll talk my shit another time. Kevin went out and put this audio tape out that sounds like he's putting gas behind these allegations. And now everybody's speculating that this isn't a hit on Charlemagne because he is at the top and people don't want to see him get there. So it's almost like Kev and Funk Flex are collaborating and conspiring to take Charlemagne out. This case was closed years ago. Now, there was a thorough investigation into the allegations. And here's the deal. People can have their opinion all day. If I say I like a young nigga, you could say I'm a pedophile. Maybe I like a 24-year-old. A pedophile would be somebody underage. You do know niggas in Atlanta is fucking people who are 16, 17 years old because it's legal to fuck a 16-year-old in Atlanta. Bitch, do your research. You hoes don't even know. I go to countries where it's legal to fuck a 16-year-old, and I'm not even looking at a motherfucker under 21. 21, you might get fucked. But under 21, I'm not looking for you. So people create these narratives, and it's our people, our culture that does it, primarily black people. I don't hear a lot of white people out there saying, oh, my God, you Charlemagne's is right. No, it's, the, it's our people, okay, because we want to police a culture that we let white people run anyway. That's another story for another day. Following the investigation, here's the facts. They said that Charlemagne, that his DNA was not found on the girl, that there was no DNA found. The rape kit was con uh, was uh, was conducted on Reed, the girl, and that there was no DNA found. So if there's no DNA and she's saying he did it and he's saying he didn't, how is it that people believe he did it? Because you either like or don't like him, and based on liking him or not liking him, based on liking me or not liking me, you're going to say whatever you feel. And that's what it is. Now, for Charlemagne, he's probably more invested in what you guys are saying about him because he got a lot of white people money behind him. I don't. I got my money behind me. I got your money, my supporter, my motherfucking gag nation. I got the motherfucking gag nation that support me. If I heart left today, bitch, I would still be making, I'd be good as fuck. If Fox Soul left, I'd be good as fuck because I own my shit. 
So either way, Charlemagne was found not guilty of rape. Now, he eventually was cleared of the sexual assault charges, but he did plead guilty to contributing to the delinquency of a minor for the alcohol that was at the party where the girl claimed that she was assaulted. Okay, so the, so so I want to be clear on that. He was found not guilty of rape and pled to uh, the uh, delinquency of a minor, providing alcohol for uh, you know people who were underage at a party that she was assaulted. Now, she was assaulted by Charlemagne or somebody else. I don't know. I wasn't there. You weren't there. We weren't there. So Charlemagne did take to the breakfast club to go all the way back to Kwame and, and what he said. And he made himself, I think probably for the first time, this is the second time, donkey of the day. This is what he said. I've been called a lot in my 23 years, but donkey of the day is a new one. Mm. <sighs> donkey of the day for Monday, May 24th goes to me. Leonard McKelvey. Uh, contrary to popular belief, this is not the first time I've given myself Donkey of the Day because Donkey of the Day does not discriminate. I mean, I may be kind of biased towards certain people, but but I don't have any bias when it comes to myself. If I'm wrong, if something I do or say doesn't sit right with my spirit, I have to apologize and do better moving forward. And that's what I'm about to do right now. I want to apologize to Kwame Brown and Kwame Brown's family. I want to apologize to his father, Bill Brown, and, and, and the family of his father. See, last week on this radio, in my attempt to defend a Charleston, South Carolina-born brother like myself, uh, I revealed too much information about that man's family. And even though all that stuff is public record, some things just don't need to be said on the radio, and they definitely don't need to be said by me. When I look back you know, on the way I communicated that, I communicated it all wrong. And I unintentionally triggered trauma in a lot of folks I grew up with who I genuinely love. I'm sure I caused a lot of pain for not only Kwame Brown, but for his family, especially his family in my hometown of Monk's Corner, South Carolina. You know how I know? Because I spoke to a few of them. Uh, I've been on the phone this weekend with with, with mothers of children and their children. Uh, salute to Shaliba and her daughter, Brianda. I was on the phone with uh, sisters like uh, Wallet. Salute to Wallet. Oh, she cursed me out good. And, you know. I well. He gave himself donkey of the day and issued an apology for it to Kwame. Kwame is yet to respond, and he may or may not respond. Um, I don't know that Funk Flex at this time has responded or said anything, but either way, um, people are, you know, they have their opinion about it. And, you know, I know that, you know, Charlemagne, you were sending me a lot of the history, so I, so I was well-informed, although you didn't ask me to speak on it or post or say anything. I know how people tell me information because they want me to, they want me to talk about it, at least be well informed on what I'm talking about. So I do appreciate you sending me all your receipts. But, you know, at the end of the day, you know, this is why I tell people all the time. Be living your truth. Put it all out there. Keep it out there. Say it. Keep shoving it in people's face. I don't, don't shove your dick in people's face unless they ask for it. Because then you end up in this conversation. But that's why I live in my truth and put it all out there. Because anything you say about me, anything, you, anything, there's no valid, there's no confirmation. I had a whole nigga go on TikTok and say that I told him if he would let me fuck him, I would make him my boyfriend on Love and Hip Hop. Bitch, in my book, I said that before that even came out, that I would never, I wanted to show no relationship on Love and Hip Hop. So this is what I'm saying. People will say anything. And what I hope that our people do is know that people are going to say whatever you want, especially when you rise to the top. When you're on your rise to the top, people's, people are lazy and they want to cut the short, they want to take the shortcut to get there by clout. And Chasey Cloud. I'm not saying this mother and this girl is Cloud Chase. I'm not saying Kwame is because Kwame did what Kwame had to do because Charlemagne was out of line for that. But I don't take what's happening with Charlemagne the same as Joe. Joe's narcissism is what's killing his career. 
Charlemagne's rise and success and on his ascent to the top is what is putting him on the block. I don't know Kevin uh, um, Hunter. I don't want to know Kevin Hunter. Uh, but you know, I know that he has a lot of influence in the streets and that he's been out there. And, and since then, I know he's, you know, moved on and he's taking care of his kid and doing his thing with his family. And I don't know why this new thing is resurfacing now and, and funk flex. I'm surprised that you would even touch this and be a pawn for somebody or anybody or conglomerate or anybody to attack Charlemagne. When you know, you a black man, a whole black man that somebody could come after you. Didn't, didn't funk flex have somebody on his radio channel who was messing with the transsexuals in New York. And they had drugged him to the point where they were shaming him for loving transsexuals. This is the type of shit we got to stop doing because anybody could get it. Now, when you start resurfacing OT Funk, what's going to happen? Somebody's going to see it and they're going to want to get to me and say, oh, I know that nigga didn't say X, Y, Z and put it out just like that woman did with Malik Beasley when we posted the Larsa Pippa thing. And she sent the receipts about him, Malik sliding her DM. This is why you got to be careful. I come for people all day long because no matter what you, what I do and say, they can't they can't do nothing on me. Everything I say is out there. I suck dick. I fuck niggas. I date younger. I travel around. Yes, I bought niggas shoes, but not for sex. I give them to them afterwards so they can walk the fuck back to where they came from. Yes, some of you women who have gotten flowers from your nigga, they were paid on my cash app card. Who cares? That's that's loser tea. All right. Real tea is if you get a bitch that comes forward and says. Um, DJ Envy fucked me last night in the bathroom at Pergola. Now, that's tea that we want right now. Bringing up OT, that's loser tea. And to me, I think, Funk Flex, you took an L. You took an L for this. Because now you got you to gotta know that people are going to know that you put out loser tea. And that's just not cute. But anyway, Charlamagne, I wish you the best. And, you know, I love, uh, I love The Breakfast Club. We are on the same network, iHeartMedia. And I respect everything that you've done for the culture and continue to do for the culture and doors that you continue to open for people like me. And it's unfortunate that you have to go through this, but I love the fact that you ended our conversation via text today when I was on the plane saying that I see you ascending and I see how aggressive you are and I see how vocal you are. And I feel for you because at some point they're going to come for you. And the thing that I told Charlamagne is they already are. But I own myself, so I'm not worried about it. Fuck you. You can keep, come on, hater, because um, they'll do anything for a clout. For me, it's more than a song by Cardi B and her husband. All right, look. Uh, bye, Charlemagne. Move on. We already did the merch. Do we have a commercial? Okay, well, let's go. Is, uh, let's go to the commercial. What, what are we doing? What? Oh, yeah. I have a new Instagram for Gag Nation. We're getting ready to get verified, but I need all of you to go follow it. Look right here. Here it is. Gag Nation at Gag Nation on Instagram. Go there and follow it. Uh, make sure that you're sharing it with all your friends and stuff too. And also I'm over at Bigo. This is my Bigo account. Make sure you're following me on Bigo. Look, I want to help people make money. And I'm telling you guys first before anybody, um, don't scroll up because I know where I'm going. Just stay here. Uh, I'm launched an agency on Bigo. So all 3,357 people watching right now could become paid hosters for streaming and talking to me. I have a website. Go to gag on Bigo, gag on Bigo.com. This is the site. All you got to do is scroll down at the top of the site. There is a button. And even at the bottom that says get paid, apply to become a paid host. You scroll down, you fill this form out. We'll get the contact or you can email us here too. take this off the screen. I don't want that next time. Just go to gag apply to become a paid host. There are people, Noah, my friend Noah made $4,000 last month on Bigo, just streaming from his house. You can do it and I'll help you. I make money if you make money. And also, I'm going to tell you right now, something I'm rolling out on Bigo starting January, uh, June 1st, you can get paid, no matter who you are, for bringing people to our agency 
to, to gag. So if you bring people, we're going to pay you 15% of whatever they make forever because I want everybody to make money as long as they're streaming. So you bring me 10 people and say they hit their goal and they, and, and I make $3,000, you'll get $300 per, no, three, three, $450 per person. I don't know the math, bitch. I don't do that. All I do is create the ideas. So make sure you go over there to gag on Beagle.com. Also, I have a show. Do you have any clips from this last week? No. Do you have any of the old clips? Okay, well, I have a old, I have a new show on there with Tamar Braxton called Beagle Unlocked. And there's a couple of other co-hosts on there. You have to come and check it out. It's Monday nights at 6 p.m. Pacific Standard Time. It's so fucking messy. All you got to do is download the app and go up there. And also, make sure if you download the app, you're sending me fucking gifts because I'm trying to get to my quota right now, and I think I'm 35 boxes away. Look, um, do we have a clip from one of the shows? This is one clip from the show, just in case you want to see what that message shit looked like. Take a look. Now, I don't know what was said, but there is talking on the show. We don't just scream. Um, I my face and Tamar's face was literally the gag. We are over there. I'm gonna go on Beagle after the show tonight. So all three thousand, you can download the app and come find me. Come find me. It's Beagle Live. And then if you want to become a paid host, go to gagonbeagle.com. Okay. But right now I have a commercial because I have to pay these bills. All right. Listen. Uh, oh, am I already in the commercial? <laughs> Didn't know. Well, look, I used to need coffee, and y'all know that I like and love coffee to get me through the day, but not so much anymore because I love true niagen. Is that how I say it? Niagen? Let's back up from the beginning, okay? Because I want to make sure I get this right. All right. Now, look, I used to use coffee. I needed it to get me through the day, and not so much anymore because I love true niagen. True niagen fuels the body's energy engines, maintains cellular metabolism, and even supports heart health. Now I have more energy and don't need those extra cups of coffee. And I started as, since I started taking it. Now with 11 published human clinical studies and backed by Nobel Prize winners, True Niagen is a supplement that's clinically proven to boost NAD levels uh, and in an essential coenzyme required for cellular energy and repair. Now I've had to learn a lot of this through my experience with this um, with this supplement because, as you know, I've been working on my fitness and I don't like to use products that I personally. Uh, don't know about. So as I've learned about this and started taking it, I feel comfortable showing sharing it with my audience now. Now, since taking this uh, this supplement, True Niagen, I have more resilience. Uh, it helps my muscles recover after a workout. I just have more zest for life. Add more vitality to your life today uh, with True Niagen. Right now, new customers, all of you, can sh- can save up to 10% for the first purchase by going to trueniagen.com slash gagging and use my code gagging. That's T-R-U- N-I-A-G-E-N dot com slash gagging. Code gagging to save 10% on your first purchase. TrueNiagen.com slash gagging. Code gagging. Now, these statements have not been evaluated. What? Let me just read this. I have to read the statement. These statements these statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended uh, to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent anything. So make sure you go over there and support it if you want to feel healthy and, and resilient like me during your workout. All right, now look, it's time for me to talk to all of you. This time for Gagging with Jason Lee. Right now you call 1402-GAGGING, 1402-G-A-G-G-I-N-G, or that's 1402-424-4464, or jump on the video chat. Please make sure that if you are coming through the video chat, enable your, check, your echo cancellation. And if you're calling in, 
please pay attention to the phone call, not the stream, because you may miss your chance to gag with me. All right. So I don't see that the whole queue is full. There's some there's some uh, there's some uh, op room down here for the gag nation to come on. This is the link right here. Keep sharing this on your Facebook, your Twitter and your Instagram. Make sure you tell all your friends so they can come. All right, look, let's bring some people up here and let's get into some things. And also, I know some of you like Jameer have reports. Let's not take all night because I got to work through this. It's been a long show, okay? Yes, how are you, sir? <laughs> I'm good. How you doing, King? <laughs> Blessed and highly favored in the Lord. There we go. There we go. All right, so the only thing I want to talk about is Charlotte being the guy. That's the only thing I want to talk about. All right, I ain't got no report. But um, I agree with you, Jason. In my opinion, this is another attempt to tear down, to tear down another strong black voice in media. Um, funky Dineva Flex bitch ass and E Broke are praying on Charlemagne the guy's downfall. I feel like I feel like they never got over when Angie Martinez left Hot 97 for Power 105.1. And as you know and stated, these same sexual allegations come up at least once a year. So to me, I feel like they are trying to tear down another black voice. Um, Kwame Brown is, is wrong. I feel like the Breakfast Club is very informative for the black community, they don't just go up there and talk. shit. I feel like they actually do have our backs and interests at the forefront, but I feel like but, again, but, but, in all fairness, in all fair, but in all fairness to Kwame, and I mean, if you come from my family, I'm gonna say something. Yeah, you know, they they came. Charlemagne dropped tea on his family that he should not have included. Like, you don't have to include everything in your report. I may want to come on here and talk about you know uh, <coughs> the city girls. But if I go and talk about the city girl's mama just got out of prison and she was a drug addict and she whatever, because I don't know her story, that's not fair. Because that, unless it's directly related to a story in some news, I don't know. Charlamagne, I thought, was wrong for that. True, I agree with you. Now, he was definitely wrong for it, but he apologized. So when do we accept apologies nowadays? Because he did apologize. So I feel like if you're a man enough to apologize for your actions and give yourself donkey of the day, you either accept the apology or you don't, but I don't feel like he should egg it on. He shouldn't have went at Angela Yee and DJ Envy because I don't feel like they had anything to do with it. I feel like that was the point where he was taking it too far. Right, but that's Charlamagne like, was that's wrong like, for that's that. Like, that's like telling Crips and Bloods when you wanted to do a drive-by, don't shoot no innocent uh, bystanders. You know innocent bystanders get shot in a drive-by. Bitch, let me tell you something. Y'all fuck with Jason Lee or Hollywood Unlocked? I'm pulling up and spraying your whole block. Mama, daddy, church, pastor, missionary. When the mother going to get her little lemon cake at the end of church service, that bitch getting shot too. Your kids getting shot. Everybody getting murdered. It is what it is. When I come through, hold on, hold on. I ain't looked at my app in a minute. Everybody getting shot. Period. So, Jameer, I love you to death, but my friend, I don't agree with you. I'll see you on the side. All right. I'm going to have to disagree with the heavy on that one, but we'll get to that. Hey, Jason. Hi. Um, let me start off with A-Rod, okay? Little Nas X has inspired a lot of people. He done inspired A-Rod to come out. That nigga is gay, okay? A-Rod is gay, okay? I'm just saying I'm putting out there, allegedly. Okay, uh, now, J-Lo, we all know that she is pretty much a gay magnet. You know what I'm saying? We were all there when she was with Puff Daddy. And we all know, okay, what Puff Daddy is allegedly responsible for doing. So, J-Lo is getting those gay men to come towards her, okay? But you're not allegedly. going to Larsa. Larsa, you wisened up when you stopped messing with the tainted pussy Kardashians. Now, I'm going to need you to wisen up on these young niggas. Now, play with them. 
Don't stay with them, sis. Play with them. Don't stay with them. Okay, Malik's baby mama. Who cares who ended it? Who cares if he ended it? Who cares if Larsa ended it? I bitch, don't she was know. fucking Larsa. Now, you said that Larsa was a big blow-up doll, but bitch, she was blowing your man. So at the end of the day, get the fuck over it. Okay? Now, Charlemagne. First of all, I'm going to have to ask Jason why the fuck we have a picture of Charlemagne. Looks like he's laying in a casket with his eyes open. I'm going to need him to take better pictures, which is probably what he felt like when Kwame got on him because Kwame murdered his ass. Jason, you can't look at that picture and tell me that nigga don't look like he had a casket with his eyes open. It looks like he was using one of A-Rod's sticks. Nope. The one you put up when you pointed to. Mm -mm, not that one. That one looks like him being scared because Kwame finna come get his ass. I'm talking about the other one that was up in the corner. Okay? With his eyes open. He looked like he was wearing a mask. The only Charlemagne photo. Oh, put, you can't hear her? You can't hear Sharon talking? She said the one that was over the head, that one. Now, come on now, Jason, please. Come on. That's not a photo. That is not a bad photo. Jason, he looked like he laying in the casket with his eyes open. I'm sorry. He's been using okay. a rod stick. Now, Charlemagne, your message from me is run, bitch! Run! Because let me tell you something, Jason. The shit that Charlemagne keeps saying is going to get him in a casket for real. Okay, we all know the reason why he gave himself donkey of the day and the reason why he apologized is because that nigga was scared. But guess what? I commend him on that. He was scared. They was coming after him. Jason, I'm sorry. That's just the way that it is. He was scared. Well, he, was scared was scared, he was scared of Kwame or Kevin or Funk. Or I think he was scared of, of both of the niggas, all of them. Kwame, Kevin, and Funk. All three of them. The nigga already got one drop on him. So he came out. He said donkey of the day, which I think was a good decision because, bitch, he was scared. So say what you got to say. Hopefully, you know, Charlemagne, we don't hear no bad news about you. We're not ready for him to leave this world. Now, as far as Funk Flex, I feel like your tea is old and cold. Um, <clears throat> and that's all I had. I kept it short and simple today. So remember, there's nothing too messy for the messy report. Go ahead, Jason. No, wait, what's the last line? We, we, we said oh, I said on flex. Your tea is um, old and cold. No, you said we serve the mess so you don't have to stress. No, I didn't, I didn't say it yet. Go ahead. Okay, I said, remember, there's nothing too messy for the messy report. And remember, we cover the mess so you don't have to stress. That's all. So this is what I learned. Number one, Sharon, you don't have to cut your report. You give your report the way you want to give your report. And two, I'm never going to interrupt your report with my questions or opinions ever again because we live for your report, period, point blank. But we appreciated everything you just said. Look, here's the deal. I think the problem that I have and why I'm so vocal about this is because there aren't really a lot of us left that do what I do, what Charlemagne does. Funkmaster Flex is not a tea spiller. He is a person that lets people come up freestyle he knows hip-hop. He talks about hip-hop. He's a legend in his lane. It's when bitches start drunk driving and get in lanes that they don't belong in where they start fucking it up. Now, I wish a bitch would drop some shit on me because, babe, when I tell you I, my investigation is so thorough, I will dig in that ass literally to get the motherfucking tea. And so what I don't understand is why. what, what was Flex's motivation for bringing up loser tea? Like, you look lame for doing that, and I don't get it. Now, on the other hand... You know, um, you know, we also have to remember that black men are always uh, encouraged to cop pleas to avoid jail time uh, and get bad legal advice and are and are and are prone to be taken advantage of by the judicial system. Anyway, I'm not shaming this girl because I don't know what's going on. 
I'm saying if a nigga say I rape him and I get arrested and there's no DNA, there's no third party witness, there's no evidence and bitch, I get out and you still want to call me a rapist, you could suck my whole dick. Now, Charlemagne. I 100% agree with that, Jason. I think that Funk went after Charlemagne because it's like you said, where Charlemagne's success is. And when you have that level of success, people come for the top. But I also think that him putting that out uh, was kind of pointless because the mom didn't sit there and press on with it when it was happening. And the thing is, you can't sit there and say to the mother, uh, the, for the mother, you can't sit there and say, oh, I didn't want my daughter to relive it. But bitch, you're on fucking a national radio station saying this shit. She's going to relive it. She's hearing you talk about it. So you still did the same thing. Sharon, you're on Beagle with me. A lot of people don't know that watch this show because you're not on Beagle. Let me tell you some tea of my own. There was a nigga on the app who I fucked. I flew him out, fucked him, bought him a guest t-shirt, sent him home, whatever. Uh, and he wanted me to give him money on the app because on the app, you can give people gifts. I told him I wasn't going to give him any money because that wasn't our relationship. I flew you out. I fucked you. I sent you home. You got some dick. That was your parting gift. Go home and disappear. Um, he made this, this big old thing on the app. He actually went and did an interview with Mob Radio. Mob Radio is a trash podcast that nobody listens to. And they're so consumed with Cardi B and sucking, her, and sucking Nicki Minaj's dick. That they, anything bad about Cardi or anybody attached to Cardi, they want to. They interviewed this nigga. This nigga went on the podcast and said, "I fucked a fourteen-year-old or a sixteen-year-old." Bitch, let me explain something to you. Because I've never addressed this. What you? So the internet, you can say whatever you want. If it's not backed by a fact, you don't breathe no life into it. But now somebody may hear that and say, "Oh my god, this person actually knows Jason because he actually got fucked by him." So if he fucked. Jason, then he knows something. No, bitch, you got flown out on a drunk night from 1942. You got dick twice, got sent home. You don't know me. You don't even know my last name. And so here is what I'm saying as, as an example, right? You can't, because Charlemagne asked me, like, what would you do? And what I said to Charlemagne is, me and you are very different. A bitch come for me, I'm going to drag you to hell because mm -hmm. I don't depend on white people money. I don't depend on nobody money to do what the fuck I do. You come for me, bitch, we can get on the ground and we can we can fight it out. And that's why you see me being very vocal, whereas you won't see other people doing it. But people have to understand, once you hear some on the internet or social media, you automatically believe it. So the reason why I am so vocal about this is because I am anti-cancel culture. Now, it's some niggas that need to be canceled, but you know, if y'all gonna believe that Donnie McClurkin stopped sucking dick after he said he was delivered by God, why aren't we, why aren't we still saying he's sucking dick? I feel like once you suck dick, you always suck dick. But listen, right. I still put down these songs and I'm still trying to get ushered to the Lord. But if I believe you still suck dick, the nigga said he sucked dick. That would be more believable than saying, I'm done. I can't because I don't even want no problem with the church community. I'm, you know what I'm trying to say though, right? I get it. I totally get it. I 100% get it. But I will say, Jason, you do put your stuff hey, out now there. Look, now, look, now look, now look, now look. Hold on a minute. Hold on, hold on. Now watch this. Hold on, hold on. Now look. Now look at this dumb bitch. This dumb bitch wants to go read the story, listen to the interview that I just said was loser T. You see what I'm saying? I say this, Dante, you a dumb motherfucker. Here's the thing. There's dumb people on the internet. People want to be consumed with T, whether it's real or not. What I'm trying to say to y'all is that loser T is loser T. And, mm -hmm. and I go back to saying that mother who did not hold her daughter down by saying, bitch, you got to get up on that sand, bitch. You got to go through it one more time, bitch. We all watched Law and Order. 
Law and Order, the victims is always trying to get off the stand. But what does Olivia say? I need you to go. Right. I need but Jason, I think that that was a reason. If you really want to look into it, if you're on radio and you're crying about what your daughter went through, I think it's a reason why you didn't want her to take the stand because I really think, because Jason, let me tell you something. I got three kids. Ain't no way in the fucking world I would let one of my kids go with a grown ass man. I don't give a fuck who you are, R. Kelly, Charlemagne, whoever. And I'm not there and I'm not around. So all of that, oh, he had us trusting him. That's bullshit. But I think the reason why I didn't go any further because it was something to get money in the beginning. This is my opinion, allegedly, and that didn't pan out. The rape kit didn't pan out. So she had nothing because there's no other reason why you would continue to talk about it in the media, knowing that your daughter is going to see that too. And to the dumb bitch that just said they wanted to go see the interview, you're one of the dumb bitches that do the interviews. And if you listen to what Jason said, nobody actually listens to it. So bitch, you probably will never make anything out of yourself or result to anything in life. So fuck you. But go ahead, Jason. Wait, put that. don't take my comment off. I'll put that up there for a reason. Put that back. Fuck my radio. I said it. Here's some free promo, bitch. That bitch could suck a dick. I want to see what she looked like. I don't think they've ever seen a picture of her. I think she's literally cammed down. Do we have a picture of her? Google and see if you can bring that bitch up. I don't know that hoe, but she's so consumed with Nicki Minaj and Cardi B and the fact that she doesn't like Cardi that she tries to get the people around her. We kiki at these dumb hoes because all you late bitches are these trapped in your little mob radio boxes with your little mob radio fans. This is the most promo and the only promo you'll ever get here. And y'all, if you want to go listen to that dumbass interview, go ahead. Because that nigga say he got a video, audio of me fucking him. If, if you got an audio of me fucking him, I'm going to get more beans on Beagle because the sex was good. I'd never disappoint. I ain't worried about that. But anyway, we have to start, stop creating these false narratives and getting up here saying all this dumb shit about how you know we feel. Because I think the mother was talking out of guilt. I think she felt guilty. Take that shit off the comment there. Thank you very much. All right, Sharon, it was good seeing you. I'm going to be on Beagle in a minute. Makeup, your beat is done, okay? Are you asleep? That nigga sleeper in a casket. I don't know what's going on. <laughs> Weedy Poo, what you think? I, I feel like this. Once um, Charlemagne opened his mouth to say something about Kwame, he he was supposed to get red for filth. That that that's um, what, what was he talking about? Um, him, uh, his father killing somebody, this, that, and the other. You know that was wrong. So yeah, he he got the asshole award today or whatever it was. Um, asshole award today, and he the should donkey have give the day donkey of the day. I don't give a no asshole. I said it like I meant it. Um, oh, asshole you're, of the you're day. Giving him, you're giving him the asshole of the of the uh year award. Y yeah, for uh um <laughs> Charlemagne, because he he got red for filth. Every day since that he said that shit. Every day I was watching, and he got red for snow, and I think he was supposed to get red for snow. Damn it! Oh, and I used to like him. I used to like um Charlemagne until I did. I I did until then when he when he said that, and all of a sudden I didn't even know who Tommy was until that and just found out and i'm like what the hell why would he say something like that if he didn't know the man 
and speak on that um uh, speak on that boy talking about he was on um be be like his father. That shit pissed me off. Mm. All right, we we Pooh, don't forget to send me your address so I can get you this bonnet. I sure will. Okay. All right. Christina, uh, welcome back to the show. Thank you. Okay, so what do you think? Do you have anything to add or any updates? Uh, the whole A-Rod thing and the makeup, I was going to say that's a no comment. Um, Jesus How you going to come up here to talk? I, wait, 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 wait. Christina, I know you've been away from the show for a while and you don't have good <laughs> right now but how you gonna come up here to give an update but then i have a comment you don't you don't come up to not have I, a comment i'm yet. not finished i'm not finished Although, girl you don't finish when you said you had no comment however the picture that was shown seemed so advertising um you know a men's makeup line really come on that looks like something my ex-husband would buy Christina, we're going to let you wake up and get your lighting together and have an opinion because you have been away for a while and the show has progressed um, and we love you, but that was loser tea. All right. Uh, um, I wanted to see a rap battle between her and Amberlynn anyway. Amberlynn, <laughs> what do you, what do you want to, what, what do you think? I think that JLo's pussy has seen more traffic than a Taco Bell bathroom. That's why a nigga can't stay. He won't stay. Period. A-Rod. Sell that pancake number five, handle your business. As for Charlemagne, there are videos circulating of him admitting putting Spanish fly in bitches' drinks and watching yes. how they react. They're online, allegedly. Check them out. Mm -hmm. So regardless of whether he did that to the little girl or not, it's online, okay? He's a fucking turtle face piece of shit. He's a rapist, and I'm not fucking with him. I never fucked with him. He doesn't speak up for the black. He doesn't speak up for us, period. He acts like he's ignorant. Every time I watch a fucking video with him and Dr. Umar, he acts like his questions are so retarded. He's the whitest person in the room. He lighter than, than DJ Envy when he's in the room. We're not going to sit here and act like Charlemagne is the shit or the goat of anything. He's a rapist. He takes advantage of people. And he probably sucking dick in the back alley as soon as he get out the studio. Fuck what you talking about? That's all that I have to say. That's good night. We can go to bed on that one. Can you put the disclaimer up, please? Can you please Google Charlemagne talks about Spanish vibes? I, I never heard that. Allegedly. Okay. This whole this whole segment by Amberlynn is brought to you by our disclaimer. Like I, I yes. All right. Um Amberlynn, I'm gonna take you off my screen so I don't get sued. I but I'll, you. I'll see you on Bingo. Yes. Okay. Okay. Now I agree with everything that everybody's saying. Like I love Charlemagne. I love to see y'all together. And by the way, you do look. You did look amazing on Wendy. I watched it. But the video that Amber is referring to, it was on his podcast, which you have been on, the Brilliant Idiots, where he talked about back in the day how people used to use, you know, those back of the magazine things, like where you know the the goat weed, a horny goat weed, and stuff like that. He, that's what he was referring to. But the girl, the girls knew about the Spanish fly. They was just using that as like a, um, I guess like some kind of aphrodisiac or something. I won't call, I won't go as far as calling nobody no rapist because 
you know, I've known a person that's really close to me that's been put in a position where they have never touched, never did anything to anybody. And that shit came and went. So I'm not going to call anybody a rapist. However, when it comes down to Kwame, um, I felt like when I watched it last week with uh, on The Breakfast Club, Charlemagne did all but read his 23andMe. He read his whole goddamn family for filth. So when Kwame came back and, and, and said what he said, I wasn't mad at him. But I'm not going to call a man a, um, a rapist. I'm not going to go that far. I love Amber, but I can't, I can't, I can't agree with that part, Amber. I, I do because I love Charlemagne. I love Charlemagne. I, I do feel like, however, here's the, here's the deal. We have to get past deciding to call somebody a rapist or not based right. on how we think about them. Like I'm not like when Charlemagne was texting me this morning, he wasn't telling me what to think. I know he was suggesting that I look at all the facts because he knew I was going to weigh in on it, and he was smart right. sending me the, the 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 receipts that he had, knowing I had seen all the other receipts. And I told him I'm going to mm -hmm. talk about them tonight, and so. I don't want to like I'm not basing my comments about Joe on what I think about Joe, because like I said, I respect him as a podcaster, but I also think he's right. a narcissist that's getting in his own way. I just I just want as a as a people to get away from labeling people things because based on how we feel about them. You know what I mean? Well, and that's why I agree with you. Like I said, um, when you said you spoke with him and you're like, you're not coming for him. You are, he already knows that you're good. You, this is your job to talk about it. Just like it's his job to talk about certain things. I do feel like um, there could be maybe some truth to what had happened back in the day. But if that's thrown out, once it's thrown out to me and it's, there's no DNA and there's nothing there to prove it. I'm not going to go and like what you said about um, people saying about you dealing with a 21, 24 year old. When you fl getting flown out and getting flewed out is something different. That motherfucker knew when he got flewed out what it was about. It was about that dick. Now you get flown out, nigga. We chilling. We having fun. You get what I'm saying? There's two different things and flown out and flewed out. So you can't, if somebody came to me and say, girl, you heard what happened about Jason Lee? Check this blog, check this. And I'm be like, that don't even look like his character. I don't know you personally, but just from the things that I see, I can easily be like, that don't even sound like his character. So I'm not going to. And if you and if you log into Bigo, all them niggas is trying to get some dick. Even um... I've already seen it. You know, I've seen it. You told me to get up off that bitch. You was like, uh-uh, nope, don't even say shit. <laughs> you was like, don't say nothing. Don't go up there. You was reading all them niggas for filth. All of them. That's why I told you get out of there. Cause when I when I you know, cause when I when I when I come through, get them. And what you tell us, you was like, go up in there, put eggplants in that in the thing. So we put eggplants and I went in. So basically what she's talking about the other day when I was in um, Aruba, I had I flew some people out with me and I'm mentoring some people from my family that I just like yeah. hanging around when I was being around. And so um, the guy- I'm sorry, I'm not putting it out there, right? I'm not putting your business out, no, right? No, 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 I don't care. Okay. The, straight guy, the straight guy was on the app basically saying that the guys that were on vacation with me were getting fucked by me. Again, trying to you know create this narrative. So I went on the page and I was like, what straight man is worried about what a gay nigga's doing? And why is everybody gotta be fucking? Why we right. can't just be in a room and chilling? Cause your broke ass don't have no friends that wanna take you out the country, you punk bitch. And exactly. I started annihilating the entire panel. You really gotta go catch me on Beagle. It really you gotta hit him with the You gotta hit him with the gunshots. Cause you took everybody on that panel 
out. <laughs> Everybody. I should have. Okay, well, look, Gissy, I'm going to come right back. Girl, do you want to add something or not? Because you're still in the dark. I'm not even in the dark. There's. Go ahead, Christina. Talk while you walk, because it's only uh, so. No, what I was saying about the girl, you're not about to do yoga on my show. What are you? What are we talking about, Christina? Jesus Christ. Okay, so what I said about the make the whole makeup thing—that's I'm sticking to what I said earlier. Second of all, I've been all over the place. The reason why I sound tired is I'm trying to not only work. But I'm also working on an EP right now. I'm doing music. I'm going back to my music. So I've been busy MIA. <sighs> Second of all, um, <laughs> other than that, I, I mean, I really got not much to say. I just came back on. I only had something to say about the whole A-Rod incident, but that's... Christina, we miss you over here. We need you to start getting your thoughts together because you're you're a resident. We need you here because your opinions matter. So keep coming back, okay? All right. And let us know when your EP is ready. Maybe you and Amberlynn can go head to head. I'll try. I mean, I'm just can't, got. I was calling my uh, new producer earlier, but that's besides the point. We're working on some beats. Okay, just don't use that one word. I'm not. Jesus. Yeah, call on up. Okay, uh, what's up, Anna Nicole? Hey, how are you? Bitch, I'm all right. I'm gagging. Okay, so um, on the Charlemagne thing, I literally watched The Breakfast Club every single morning for about the past two years, I want to say. And he's gave himself a uh, donkey of the day more than, I think it's like three times now, but most recently yesterday morning. Anyway, um, I do want to say whenever I was younger, I was molested by two of my cousins. Um, that mama would not have, she would have pushed harder back in the day. And if I'm not, I want to say that it happened before he became famous, like before he went to New York from Charleston. So why would she not pursue it? She wasn't scared of like, you know, oh, he's a big, you know, radio host. And here I am in Charleston, like this little old me, but it's just not adding up. And I don't know. It's, I, yeah. I, I mean, it's a lot. It's a lot. And I, and like, this is why I say like, why wait until somebody's super famous where you know when you say it, it's going to be magnified for you only to say you don't feel comfortable to say anything? I, I don't get it. Like, But I'm a logical person who knows a lot of celebrities, and I see how people come for them, people getting in lawsuits. I was supposed to interview uh, – well, first of all, yeah, like somebody said, thank you for sharing such a – Avi, thank you for reminding me. Thank you for sharing such a personal story and revealing thank that. Thank you. That's but you know, being you know, being in the public eye is very difficult because you know, I go back and forth with the idea that like before I became known, and I'm not as known as a Charlemagne. I, I think I'm I'm getting there, but I, I haven't been around for 20 years. 
I do feel a shift in being able to trust people, a shift in being able to be open to a lot of people, shift in being able to just go to places that I would normally go to. So I do feel that happening because the bigger my visibility gets, the more I'm on a billboard or I'm on the Wendy show, the more people do try to come for me. And you, you know? were looking good on Wendy. You were looking great on Wendy. I'm telling you. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> and so I, I, I look at it as as much as you, you know, want to be connected to the people and you want to be there for the people, it'd be the people that are trying to come for you on some baseless bullshit. And I don't look, everybody got the opinion about Charlamagne. I'm not here to defend him whatsoever. My respect for him and what he does in his career has nothing to do with what people think about him. It's just what I think about the situation. Um, but I will say, you know, I appreciate you sharing your, your story and coming on here and keep coming back and get you a gag and swim. I'm going to. What's the website? I know you show at every show and I'm like, I'm like slipping. Hollywoodunlocked.com. Hollywoodunlocked.com slash shop. And you can get anything. We have a whole new line coming out this uh, next month. So I can't wait for you guys to see it. All right. Thank you. All right. Do we have any phone calls? We have people in the queue. Let's take a phone call. Hello. Hello. Yeah. Jason, what's up? What's up, girl? Yeah, I just wanted to tell you, first of all, you look fine as fuck on Wendy, okay? I'm talking fine as shit like, okay, I see you. And um, I just want to say with that whole age different thing, I know you like younger dudes, literally. The best dick I ever got was from a nigga your age. But I think it's because he's like a ex-athlete or whatever, but yeah. So fuck all the haters and what else? Listen, I think that I think that I, I think that um, women and men should date whoever they want to date at whatever age they want, as long as it's legal. I don't believe I don't even approve of old men dating sixteen-year-old girls just because their family gives you permission. I, oh I still yeah, think that's, that's weird. I, yeah, I, I, I see. I'm four, so like. But I'm, but I'm just saying, yeah. I still think it's weird. I think if a grown ass man was to call me up and say, hey, man, I want to date your, I want to marry your daughter who's 16. Bitch, I will shoot you and your whole family from <laughs> over that bullshit. You ain't, you got me fucked up. I think that's weird. So, so, but that, that's because for me, it's illegal unless you have the parent consent. But bitch, you got a lot of nerve even asking somebody's parent if you could take their little ass kid, a 16 year old, 17 year old, even an 18 year old is not even fully developed. They don't even know what the fuck. They don't even know what the fuck is going on. Even though these kids nowadays, because I did work At in juvenile, all. I worked in juvenile probation before where some of the kids who were like 18 or 17, they look like 24 year olds, but I don't give a fuck what they look like on the outside. That's still a child. And so I don't understand the mentality that goes in preying on a 16, 17, 15, 14 year old, whatever. Uh, you know, I can look at a 14 year old boy or girl and say that's a cute kid without thinking I want to fuck this kid. That's some other sick shit that's flipping in these niggas' heads or these bitches' heads. And so that's why I'm saying, like, I think that there's just a problem in general with clouding up the facts. The fact is, if you like little kids, you are a pedophile. But if you are 40 dating 25 or 24 or 30, and that person's younger than you, that doesn't make you a pedophile. And I think people in our community tend to mesh it all together. And that, to me, I have a problem with. It's a double standard, too, though. Like, sure. You got to put that in perspective. 
Like they don't do that to older heterosexual men or whatever. It's normal dating a younger girl, but you know, I'm glad you said that. Hey, you should totally go back to uh, doing Tuesday and Thursday shows for real, because I be. I be trying to get on the phone. You you ain't been doing the phone calls these past few. Well, you know why I ain't been so, doing the phone call? Because we had some studio issues. That ain't nothing to do with me. That was a studio problem. But we back. Listen, next week, I'm moving my studio next week to another location. So we're not even going to be here next Tuesday, but we are going to be here next Thursday. And then um, if people, and then I'll be back the following Tuesday. So we'll be back because we're building a whole other studio. Uh, and I just want to, but, but I do appreciate you calling. You should try to come in on the live stream sometime. And if you can't do that, at least call in again. No, I really am. Hey, and one more thing. You need to get Zell motherfucking swag on your show. Deadass. I still be watching that interview. Like, I think that's the funniest fucking interview. Other than the Bone Gang. Well, well other than the one with the ones with Lunel. But that's oh, Zell's Lunel, Lunel, Lunel's coming on the show. you like quiet. Lunel, Lunel's coming on the show. You know what we're we're going to interview Lunel this week, and then she'll be on the following week. Uh, actually, this week is going to be Angela Stanton on the podcast, then Nene Leaks, then Lunell, I believe, right? Okay, cool. Yeah, so she'll be here soon. So thank you. Make sure you come back. Let's take another call. All right. Hello, hello, hello. Hello, hello, hello. What up, Jason? What's up? All right. Hey, man, I want to comment on the Kwame Brown, Charlemagne God situation, man. Okay. And uh, I just want to say, your your team dropped the ball. Uh, if they knew you was gonna do a deep dive on this situation tonight, they they totally dropped the ball when it came to them not you, you know allowing you to put the video up of Kwame Brown's response to Charlemagne God's apology because he did respond. And well, what what did he secondly, say? I think, huh? What did he say? Well, I mean, basically, he was he was saying that you know it wasn't really no no real apology because you know when Charlemagne the God was uh was talking about his daddy, you know he called him by his government name, which was Willie, and then uh, when he offered his apology, he called him by his street name, which is Bill. You know what I'm saying? So you know we we, we flipping the script, he's flipping the script. You know some of the comments. I mean, so who who was he apologizing about? I mean, I heard the first the first uh the first time when he was gaslighting him telling everybody to leave him alone because of that he allegedly did this crime. And then uh, and then I had to go back and listen to it again because Tommy Brown said he ain't even, you know, he, he, he calling his daddy out by two different names. So 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 who who yeah, who, but who Bill, we trying but to Bill, trick you? And then I listened to it and I was like, okay. Well, let me say this. Bill and Willie, I now, mean Bill you could call somebody named Willie Bill, but I'm not worried about that as much as I'm worried about what the mother had to say. What did the mother right. have to say? Because I didn't see that. What what what, what happened? I said I'm more concerned about what the mother had this, uh, the mother, yeah, the wife. What does she have to say in response to uh, oh. the, the interview? Well, well, uh, well, like I said, I, you know, like I said, the, the, the mother of the, of the, of the young lady, like I said, I, you know, I don't, like, I know that's old, you know, what, what happened with, with that whole situation with Charlamagne, but, you know, like I said, I mean, basically, Kwame just basically, like he always says, like he said, he's he giving everybody his mama's cooking, you know. And uh, he 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 tearing everybody up right now. He going to going for Stephen A. Smith, Matt Barnes, you know, he going for uh, Stephen Jackson, you know, and 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 DJ Envy. I mean, like he telling the truth about DJ Envy because DJ Envy been going on that apology tour ever since he cheated on his wife with Erica Mena. You know what I'm saying? He don't like he said he don't never disagree with what a woman got to say. You know what I'm saying? Because he knows, you know, he get back home, he got to answer to his lady. 
you know, so he so he already he already just out the game. You know what I'm saying? He 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 he's soft. You saw anybody trying to hear that? And then I and then to hear your boy Jameer, you know, he up he up here talking like he revving Al Sharpton. You know, I remember when when he was like five episodes in, and he was going against one of the other panelists, talking all crazy to the dude. You know, so all of a sudden now Jameer got his uh, uh you know, his he all reformed now, and and want to know why we just can't accept people apologies. We tearing black people down. Oh man, come on now, you was you was just doing that not too long ago, brother. I mean, like you well, know, what I'm saying, let's just let's just and understand Jameer, what Jameer, 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 from. Hold on, Jameer, see, I'll let y'all talk. Can't. Yeah, but but can't you evolve as a person? Because what you're talking about is something in the past. I feel like I improved ever since that incident. So that's the problem with our community. You don't give people the chance to evolve. You're talking about some old shit that happened when I first came on here. And I feel like after that, I made up for that 10 times over. You feel me? So that's the problem. We pick ourselves against each other. This is another instance of a crab in the barrel mindset. And you, my brother, you got a crab in the barrel mindset. Because, again, you worry about that one episode not, that not I said whatever. But you're not talking about something else. Like said, you should, you shouldn't even have the mindset in the, in the first get, place. Get out the past. You have the mindset in the first place. Well, well get out the past. It's, it's if, called if, evolution. If, if, if it's called, it's, you, you, would be, you wouldn't be oblivious to what's been going on in the world. You would have tolerance for everybody. You would respect everybody. You know, and you know, I do. You know, it, it I do. Who said I don't? You know, now so you want to pretend You should already know this. I will say, in all fairness, Jameer did make up with the person that he had the issue with on the show, and Jameer has become an even more active person in the Gag Nation and with our community, where the level of acceptance has superseded his level of tolerance. And so there is a difference between acceptance and tolerance. And I will say, and I'll have Jameer's back and say that, uh, you know, Jameer has, has uh, evolved a lot with the, with the show and with the people in the show. So I'm not going to, I'm not going to buy into that, but I do appreciate what you had to say about the other stuff and us actually doing our homework and doing better research and making sure that we have all of the facts at the end uh, of the day, because I did want to add that other person's perspective in there if they did respond. All right, so let's take another call. Hi. Hello, Jason. Hey. I know what to say after the boys just went through their shindig. But it's one okay. thing I do want to comment on is Charlemagne's apology. You know, okay. he began speaking it, it sounded like he was saying, you know, from a chocolate brother to another chocolate brother. And I just felt like that was totally irrelevant. I don't know where he was trying to get with that. I don't know, you know, what he was trying to say or what attention he was trying to grab or what he was trying to relate out. to that and everything. But it was complete bullshit. I don't, I wouldn't accept the apology. I wish that we did see what Kwame had to say towards the apology because this whole situation, I was, I'm glad to be here today because this was the tea that I needed. Um, but I just wanted to say thank you, Jason. You deliver all, always, always, always. But, you know, I don't fuck with the apology that Charlemagne gave. I do think that you're more popping than Charlemagne. That's a personal opinion, but I'm sure I'm not the only one who feels that way. And I feel like the reason why I fuck with you so hard is because you're so real. You know what I'm saying? Like, you stand in your truth. You're honest about your shit and nobody can come for you. And I'm the same type of bitch. So I really fuck with you for that. And I mean, at the end of the day, it's Gag Nation. So, you know, I let's appreciate keep rocking. That. 
Thank you. I appreciate that. Yeah, the, you know, this is why, like, apologies, sometimes we do go a little too far, and sometimes, you know, there may be a need to apologize. I apologize to Ariana Grande, and you know what? I did it because I felt bad. I think I said it. That Cardi called me, and she felt like I had crossed the line, and I respect Cardi so much, and so I did. She didn't tell me to apologize. She just said, like, I feel like you went too far. And as my friend, there are certain people that I do, like Tiffany Haddish, Floyd, Cardi, you know, uh, my team. I do listen to them if they say I think you, you know, did a little too much because they don't normally do that. And so I did apologize out of that. But I did that on my own. I didn't feel like I needed to. I, I'm not apologizing no more because at the end of the day, if I said it at the time I meant it, it is what it is. You either get over it or you lose sleep. I'm not going to lose sleep over the minds of nobody. Uh, and I will say again, you know, I want to do a better job of taking more calls and interacting with more of you here on the show. And so sometimes the show goes, goes a little long. I'm going to take some more calls today because there are so many of you that did show up today. And I appreciate all of you. Make sure you're going to gag on Vigo.com and you're, you're getting on Vigo because I'm going there after the show. Let's take another call. And also, don't always agree with me when you call in. You do not have to agree with me. I love when you don't agree. And I love when you have your own opinion. And I love when y'all go there. Because what we see tonight is exactly what the fuck this show is about. Everybody call in and say, what the, this your show. It's not Zaydon's. It's yours. Say whatever the fuck you want. Hi. Next caller. Hi, Jason. Hi. Um, I just want to sound off. Go ahead. Turn that echo cancel Go ahead. Hi, um, I just want to sound off. Hello. Yeah, I just want to sound off. Go ahead. On um on the guy. Um, I I I feel that Flex didn't had a, a beef with Charlemagne the God ever since they put on the radio that Flex had a, a domestic violence case with his one of his girlfriends. Flex is known for being uh being domestic to girls, and so. They put him out and they put Mr. C out and Flex always had that energy towards Charlemagne but could never get him. So then they teamed up with Kevin Hunter, which hates Charlemagne because he's more successful than what he planned on him on being because he was always supposed to be Wendy's little slave. And I feel that they're teaming up together. I feel that I read the, the Black Privilege book and, I, and Charlemagne put everything out there already. For us to know, it's public knowledge. Um, I think this girl is lying. I think this girl is there for a check. She could have, her mother could have been, came out with the story when um, Charlemagne was uh, like not even that popping. And I feel like now that he's about, he's at his prom and he got the Black Effect Network, all of this shit is just coming out. And that's just so weird to me. Like, how? Mm -hmm. Yeah, I agree. It's, it's, it's real interesting time. Yeah, like that don't make any sense. Yeah. I agree. Um, well, thank you so much for calling. I, I thank you for calling. Okay, listen, this has been a long night. I'm getting ready to go be, go to Bigo. So before I do that, I have one word because today is a very important day that you may have forgotten about and we didn't talk about it. So now it is thoughts and prayers. All right, listen, today marks the one year since the world stopped and mourned the loss of George Floyd. And as he was murdered at the hands of Derek Chauvin and the Minneapolis police, uh, you know, in a year, so much has changed. We've said goodbye to the orange blob. That was Donald Trump. Voted in record numbers and welcomed the first woman and person of color as the vice president to the White House. And so we've also found a cure for the world's worst pandemic we've ever seen. I don't know that it's a cure. It's, it's a medicine that I'm not taking. I don't, I'm not endorsing it. Y'all do what y'all do. But one thing that hasn't changed is the need to reform systematic racism. And we are happy 
But the small victories we've seen, like the rise of Stacey Abrams and in, in, in politics and the rights for the LGBTQ in the military. And we saw Derek Chauvin convicted for his excessive force resulting in the murder of, of uh, Mr. Floyd. And so uh, many people have called for justice and we think that we saw that so far. But this, but what, what, what is this justice really? <clears throat> justice is not needing to have a two week trial after watching a nine minute video of a gruesome murder. Justice is not being pulled over in pepper spray while wearing your uniforms after hours. Remember the guy who was in the service who was sprayed down by police just minding his own business. Justice is not being shot four times in the chest after calling the police for help. Justice is being able to live uh, freely in a black girl magic and black boy magic world without consequence. So as we remember the year that has passed since the world took notice of the injuries we've been seeing for so long, let us also remember that there is so much more for us to do as a people and as a community and culture. And let's not just say his name or her name. Don't forget Breonna Taylor. We still haven't seen justice there. But let's honor uh, George Floyd's name in our daily fight for change. That is the show. Thank you so much to everybody that came in tonight. I had a great, 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 great time with all of you. Um, and that's it for this episode. But make sure that you know we're not going to be here next Tuesday. We'll be back next Thursday because we're moving our studio. And then we'll be back the following Tuesday. So I look forward to gagging with all of you. And I'll see if I can get me a special guest. Make sure until then that you follow us on all social media. Comment, subscribe, send it to all your friends. We're on YouTube, Instagram, Facebook. You can also go to HollywoodUnlocked.com to register for our daily newsletter. Also, make sure that you're staying connected to us because as much as we are a live show, we are a podcast and we're streaming everywhere. <sighs> all right. Now, look, Weedy Pooh, I know I told you I got you a damn bonnet. You're not going to get it by texting this number because thousands and thousands of people will text me. But make sure you DM it to us at the Gag Nation Instagram page. But those of you that do want to stay connected to me by texting me and getting in my group of private callers, you can do that by texting me at 310-388-6463. And I'm out. Tobigo, bitch. Peace. Peace.